Hey, Fanables, it's Jack. Real quick before we start the show, just a heads up. We record near a medical center, and there are the occasional helicopter interruptions. Today was especially bad. <laughs> we, we stopped and tried to record overtimes when it was loud. Um, so forgive the occasional noise or choppy editing. All right, enjoy the show. some um, old photos of myself from middle school, late, mm. late elementary school, um, and just the, the fashion choices I was making were incredible. Um, one photo I was wearing... <laughs> what are these years? Okay. You were in middle school, this is like mid-aughts? So middle school was yeah this was mid, this was like 2005 2006 okay. yeah. Yeah. something like that. Um, the photo I'm thinking of I must have been from closer to something like 08. Okay. Because I was wearing like Kanye inspired like glasses, you know, like the sunglasses with the, like the stunner shades whatever they're called yeah, like with yeah. the with the lines across with them the, like, you can't blinds. see anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, those paired with like of course, like low-rise jeans, like those were the thing, and some, oh, yeah. and like a tight. I was really into like graphic tees, like tees that like said things on them, of course. Like, like oh, get it, girl, or something like that, like <laughs> stupid shit. Um, so, what's do you recall some like fashion mistakes mm. or just fashion regrets? Mm. Thinking back, to so your, many like, middle school, high school, so years? many, so many. Even into college, I didn't really have a sense of. I guess into college I started developing a sense of style, but it was not, I had no sense of style really when I was in high school. Sure. Just jeans that were just like, and this is before guys, this is before slim cut pants became the style for men, right? Skinny jeans. You know, for a while it was like, oh, like punks or wannabe hipsters or whatever, and like emo kids wore skinny jeans. So that wasn't, you know, so I wore like, I wore a lot of dunks, like, you know, like, you know, those kind of sneakers. Yeah. Yeah. So like I had like one that was like bright yellow and red, almost like almost like mm-hmm. McDonald's colors, dunks, mm-hmm. and then like the kind of jeans that would like fray because they were so long so that, that long. they got to the oh, edge of your no. heel. You know, so this is like I was in high school a few years before you. So 08 yeah. was my first year of college. So this is like so imagine this is like 04 or 06. Okay, yeah. You know, around that area. I had a tie-dye Led Zeppelin t-shirt I would regularly wear. Classic. Just like, and, and it was like a burnt orange brown tie-dye Led Zeppelin t-shirt. That yeah. was awful. The one cool thing I did wear, I mentioned, I think I told you this yesterday, was my, I wore until I was able, until I got too big for it, I wore my grandfather's World War II jacket. Yeah, so he's that's a, cool. He's a smaller guy, I was in a tank, and he had, it, like, he still had his World War II field jacket. Um, so I had that. Um, and that was kind of trendy. Um, in that time, especially in New York. So yeah. I had that. Um, but other than that, like lots of different fitted caps, lots yeah. of t-shirts and those kind of jeans, but yeah. no real sense of style. My well, hair was a disaster. Just oh, like yeah. bangs. It's like Justin Bieber, like the bangs. Oh, no. And like kind of... Kind of side Kind swept. of side swept, but like nothing really... You weren't fully committed. Yeah. And then later in college, I, I got into like 
uh, V-neck sweaters and collared shirts, which is a bit of an upgrade, and I kind of got that's, into that. Yeah, that's a bit of an upgrade. I'd say men's fashion around that time, it was like, there were there were mistakes to be made, but they weren't... It wasn't as bad as the 90s. It wasn't as bad, it wasn't as, bad as the 90s, but it also wasn't a, as bad as, like, girls' fashion around that time. Like, so we talked last time about, like, Disney Channel versus Nickelodeon. My, in back in, like, middle school, uh, my ideal fashion icon was Lizzie McGuire. Oh, wow. What so, did she wear? Like, she wore, like, the, like... The, like, cardigan kind of, like, lots of, I don't know, like... She was wearing a lot of, no, it was a lot of, like, um, like, limited two type yes. stuff. So oh, it was, like, limited two. Neon, you just triggered me right there. Like, really, like, neon <laughs> stuff, and her hair was always, like, spiky and crimped. Yep, and, like, a go. lot of, like, chokers. Chokers, and, like, yeah. bangles and, like, just anything, like, bright and, like... Yeah. It, well, that's very, like, yeah. late 90s. That kind of carried over for a little bit. It did carry over for a little bit, and it was, um, it was a travesty, and, oh, um... Yeah. I hate looking back at the time. Yeah, it was a time, wild like, time. You can like put yourself back into that mindset and you're like, man, I thought I looked amazing. Amazing. Oh, yeah. My tuxedo that I wore for prom was a three-button tuxedo. Oh, no. Like, oof a ma goof Like, oh, no. talk about something that's on the way of the dodo bird, a three-button suit. Mm-hmm. Like, oof. Mm-hmm. Did you have them all buttoned? No, it was the first two. <laughs> okay. Top two. But okay. it looked terrible. That's and so now good. it looked it looked good at the time, but like looking back at three-button suits yeah. look awful. It's not good. It's not good. It's a, yeah, it's a mess. You said that was for prom? That was for prom. Okay. Yeah. I don't think, my, my prom dresses were okay, I think. Uh, yeah, they were fine. <laughs> my prom dates were a very high, high, no strapless, and like, it went really high up. It was like. Oh, they were, um, they were short, shorter. Shorter gown. skirt and a, and strapless. It oh, was a lot. Oh, that was certainly the style of the time. I went like yeah. classic, uh, long length, like ball gown type of um, thing. I feel like if you want a really good time capsule of our era, teenage attire, you have to go to like Mean Girls. Yeah. Those skirts yeah. that they wore. Yeah, absolutely. Like Mean Girls is very, yep. a perfect time capsule of like mid-2000s high school era clothing. Yeah. It's so interesting. And I, and you watch Sabrina, the Netflix show now. I haven't watched season two yet, but I love season one. Okay, season two is Ba-Noonies. I can't wait. Amazing, you have to watch it. I can't wait. Um, but I feel like maybe that's, I know it's also, it has like a weird like retro vibe, but maybe like that's yeah. now, like kids now, um, they're, yeah. I don't know. Like, well, that like, like American Vandal has a lot of like good kids yeah. stuff. And yeah, I've that's sw- probably more realistic of, uh, I feel like Sabrina's more of yeah. like the hyper- hyper, I don't know. It's just get, crazy, yeah. like, retro-y kind of stuff. Well, it's funny, yeah, that there's almost a little bit of the 90s coming back in that there are so yeah. many kids these days with, like, dyed hair. Like, yeah. really wild color dyed hair. Like, different colors and, like, but that kind of stuff is, like, really back in. Like, it seems the whenever I, like, glance is, at high school students. The 90s is coming back in a huge way. And you can see this just midriffs. by going to any, midriffs, midriffs, mm-hmm. going to any, like, Forever 21's, like, website or something like mm-hmm. that. And they have a whole, like, 90s section, like, a whole, like, mm. 90s collection. Like, baggy. Oh, Target is doing this <sighs> hardcore. They have a whole area of their like women's clothing that's just like an old 90s and early 2000s clothes it's a it's a big thing honestly it's funny you were dragging women's clothing i'm honestly on board more for elements of women's clothing from the 90s and early 2000s to come back like i think like buffy the vampire slayer oh yeah like the chokers the whatever the shirts like even that was like almost like vaguely 70s retro it's so funny how things echo and then it becomes its own thing and then Like, I feel like a lot of 90s stuff was, like, vaguely 70s-ish. Like, there was, like, quasi-bell-bottoms, bell, like bell bottoms, the low-cut There were a lot of, of bell-bottoms. 
I I cannot I and I can never get back on board with low the cut platform jeans. shoes. Platform shoes are dope. I'm actually looking for a pair of platform oh, nice. um, shoes right now. Steve Madden. Steve. Oh, uh, those are actually hideous. Um, <laughs> but I, low cut jeans, please God, uh, I I can't have those be the norm anymore. I love a good no. high cut. High, jeans. high waisted jeans on women look fantastic. Yeah, on like any body, I think it's they fantastic. Look great, so yeah, that I'm really happy. I feel like is that an '80s thing. The, like mom jeans. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But for men, '90s fashion was awful. Like again, like Buffy. Baggy. Look at Xander. It's like the the two things, and I used to wear this back in the day. Um, the like the graphic tee yeah. with like a button up Hawaiian esque shirt uh-huh. over, over it, but unbuttoned. Yes. So you would see the t shirt, you know and what? you had a collared shirt buttoned up over the t shirt. Very boy Hall meets world. Ribble. Yes. Oh yeah. Same time zone. Yeah. Boy meets world. Hall did that ribble. consistently. It's not. And then like the center part, like Mark yeah. Duplass in uh in fucking in like Josh Hartnett, like the yeah. like, the center cut. Yeah. Like, but you have like the longer bangs. The longer bangs. Like, bang, like the yeah, part yeah. and then oh, it was horrible. And but it was then, like a heartthrob. I like, know back then. Dreamboats. Right. Dreamy. That was the <laughs> ideal. Yeah. It's just crazy remember, to me, like, what in, like, 20 years from now, are we going to be looking back at, I don't know, who's the dreamboat nowadays? I honestly have no idea. Who are kids into now? Like, who are, who are people, po- listeners, if you know, please let us know. Who are girls, who are girls gushing putting over? up on their walls? Like, on their, like, in their lockers, like, on their walls. Like, my sister had, like, Everwood, like, Frankie Muniz. She had, like, Leo. She had... A, JT, like all those dreamboats of the late 90s, early on, she had up in her room. And I'm trying to think, who people, are people even into that anymore? Like, is that even oh, like, I is that I, idea the I, Gone with the Dodo Bird? Like the dreamy, like the dreamboats? Absolutely not. No, I okay. don't think so whatsoever. Okay. I'm thinking like the Riverdale boys. Do you watch Riverdale? I, I Yeah, I've seen some of it. Yeah, I, I could definitely see Jughead like the, with this hat and then like yeah. the, whatever, Archie definitely being dreamboats. Right, okay. Right. Or like the guy from, um, to all the boys I've loved before, like on Netflix. Yeah, that's, you know, the Asian guy from Crazy Rich Asians, I could see him being a hunk. Oh gosh, yes. To me, yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah, so like that's the like older hot guy. Then there's like the like high school character. I feel hot like now guy. more than ever, Nick uh, Bottom could be one. Speaking of speaking of, who? is it Nick Bottom? What's what's his name? The guy from Sabrina, the hot witch guy. Oh, Nick Scratch. Nick Scratch. Nick I, thought, I thought it was Bottom. <laughs> no. It's Scratch? Yeah, Nick Scratch. I knew it was some kind of noun. Um, <laughs> yeah, hubba hubba. Uh, yeah, I follow him on Instagram and Ross Lynch, the um, Harvey. Um, I think now because of social media, like the dreamboat guy is. I was scrolling around on Instagram and I found some guy and I was like, oh, interesting picture. Clicked on him. Clicked on his profile. He had like 2 million followers. I could not figure out what he did. He's, a, he's an influencer. He was just a, he was just a hot guy on That's Instagram. That's wild. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. This is strange to me. Well, that's interesting. With Instagram, with people's uh, news feeds and stuff, do, do people need to, like, cut out magazine clippings anymore? Like, is that even a thing? Mm. Like, think about it from our era. Like, yeah. If you wanted to like look at the same picture of the dream boat, you had to put up yeah. the pictures. Yeah, cut out his picture. Cut it from out Teen from, Vogue from and, yes. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, kids these days don't know how easy they are. <laughs> <laughs> you can just scroll on your Instagram no, and see man. your favorite dream boat. A good friend of mine had um, from Degrassi, uh, I think it was Ellie from Degrassi, like like the like punk redhead from yeah. Degrassi. He had a lot of her in his locker in high school. <laughs> he was really into her. That's interesting. I, I didn't have, like, I mean, besides Leo, of course, I didn't really have, like, celebrity crushes that I gushed over. I gushed over real-life boys. 
at yeah, like me high too. school. You know? Yeah, I never really had like, oh my God, I got to watch her. I had it from when I was younger. Yeah. Like, that like kicked off the like awakening of being into girls. Oh, like, sure. Elizabeth Hurley from Austin Powers Ooh, was yeah. like everything yes. to me. Like, yes. like, and then like I mentioned Summer Sanders already. That was early crush. Sure. Sure, classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, they're the they're the, the the early crushes. I can I could, but I never like scribbled their name in my notebook or something. No, it was never always did like that. real boys that I was yeah, obsessing yeah. over and like waiting for them to I am me on AOL. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, it's wild. It's good wild stuff. Out there, man. Oh man. I don't miss being an adolescent. Absolutely not. I was thinking recently, like if I could be another age than I've already been. And someone asked me that, and they were like, wouldn't it be great to be, like, in high school again? And I was like, fuck no. no. I was like, I would want to be eight years old again. Yeah. You yeah. know? Fucking great. Yeah. You're old enough, you get what's going on in the world, and yet there's no responsibilities. No. And no res- hormones yet. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah, actually, Being that's eight a fucking point. rules. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. Because I was thinking, I would just be, like, 21 again, I guess. Well, and, like, yes. go back to college. That like, would that's be great. A dope age. Yeah. I'm thinking but, of, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I'd Being either, 23 would be great. I'd be either eight or 21. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, great one. Yeah. Or oh, the other fashion. Sorry, before we before oh, we yeah. do our intro, me I mentioned it. the like button up open. And oh. the other one, which is horrifying, which I totally wore, is long sleeve shirt, which you're wearing right yeah. now. Yeah. Long sleeve shirt under a t-shirt. So you oh, have the like yeah. color sleeves sticking out from under the long the t-shirt oh. sleeves. Oh, you remember that? Oh no. yes, I do. And then like gap whatever started making. T-shirts with like an extra mm-hmm. sleeve sticking out of it. Different yeah. co- it was the craziest. They were trying to save you the extra step and just yeah, and it was here, awful. Here's a two in one. Good God. Did the pop man. collar and then like the double pop collar was a thing about. Oh, you people. did the pop. No, collar? no, I never did that. Oh, okay. But I went to summer camp in New England and a lot of kids are from like that was like a like a kid from like Massachusetts mm. or Connecticut. Like if you were from those places, you popped your collar. If you were from the city, you didn't pop. People from people in, in Manhattan didn't pop their collars. No, yeah, they could recognize that was. Girls a... could get away with it. Guys never. Yeah. No guys I knew. You were okay. automatically a douchebag if you popped your collar. I could see that from the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, see, from the south there was like no, I don't know. Everyone was just tryhards. Like I feel like the pop collar was a thing only because like. There were no real preps where we were, so it was mm-hmm. like, let's just, but there was an Abercrombie down the street, so like, mm-hmm. let's just play it like we're preps. I don't know. It yeah. Was, well, it yeah, was, I used to have a lot of American oddity. Eagle in my apparel. Those yeah. days are past. Oh, thank God. American Eagle. Oof. And PacSun. Think about Pac graphic Sun, tees, Pacific Sunwear. Yeah, I wore some Lucky back in the day. I, Old Navy. Old Navy. Old Navy, I still stand by nowadays. Yeah, I can see that. Just for the basics, for like exactly. a nice cardigan or something like that. I could that. see that, totally. It's wild out here. It's, it's wild out there. It's wild. Yeah, you look back and you're like, I had no sense of stuff. I had nothing. I had, for I me, I was like, I had no direction. I had no idea about what I wanted to present. No, and I just stopped caring. Like, senior year of high school, I just stopped caring. And, like, my friends can attest to this. It was, like, sweatpants nice. and T-shirts and, like, a cardigan every day. And I pulled my hair out. Okay. See, I started to care around that time. I couldn't care. I was student body president. Wow. I was just, like... Look at you. F all y'all. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why I'm censoring myself. Queen B. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> I was not. Yeah. I yeah. was, like comedy nerd guy who was just like hanging out and, and then didn't switched, give a fuck and then shit got dark once we got to college because as I mean we went to the same college obviously I, I came to a hard realization on 
a founder during the Founders Walk. Now, for those of you who don't know, Founders Walk at our university yeah. is... I love how you said a thing that's very specific and yet we're not still not naming members of college. Again, this is like past yeah. ep- season we were like, we're not going to say that we live in Nashville except we're going to name things that are very okay. Nashville. Yeah, no, okay. So, yeah, we, we went to Vanderbilt University in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> at Vanderbilt, the Founders Walk happens like a couple days after the first year students arrive yeah. to campus. I remember it very well. And... What happens is all the other students, the sophomores and up, they line up around campus along this specific route, and you usually stand with like your clubs. So if you're in theater, you stand with a theater club. Yeah. If you're in a frat, you stand with your frat. Yeah. And it's like supposed to be a big welcome to the first year. So you're standing there and you're cheering, and the first first years line up by their dorm, their house. Okay, I didn't do that because I was the last year before you guys had the houses. Oh, okay. We were just like in alphabetical order or like oh. in a few separate groups or whatever. It well, was you like line up by, anarchy. You line up by house. <laughs> And you walk along this path while everyone is like cheering and clapping. Now, this is also a time for all of the upperclassmen to like judge the new freshmen. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. you're, you're put on display essentially as you're walking. I would imagine for women it's much more like the that. For me, I was just like, all right, what up, people? It's, 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 it's both stupid and like makes you feel the most self conscious you've probably I get ever that. felt because not only are you a first year, you're new, you don't know anyone. Well, everyone uh, kind of dolls being... themselves up. I remember like purposely well, yeah. wearing a polo I looked good in and like. Well, yeah, well, that, that's the point. That's what you're supposed to do. And, and like, I missed the memo that like our, at our oh. university, the like unsaid uniform for girls was like sundresses, sundress. cowboy boots, yep. or like these like expensive like Tory Burch sandals yeah, 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 and like yeah. blah, blah, blah. So I like missed that message and I just wore my like old navy dress that I Great. had for like three years and it was just like some cotton dress or whatever. And I felt so shitty. I It was like the worst. I don't know. I, and, and I'm sure like no one fucking remembers me from that day out of the like 1600 kids that were walking through I actually through did. You're a few years younger than me. I heard a lot of ripples around campus Yeah, you heard about day. me. I heard, I heard, I heard about, a lot of talk you heard about, about my purple dress. Yeah, I heard a lot of talk yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. a senior, but I heard a lot of talk. But like in the moment, you're like, <laughs> why, why, why? Like all I want to do is disappear and just go like <laughs> sit in my dorm and like unpack my like hair products and just leave me alone. But... I was just like a puppy dog looking around because there was no one from my school went to Vandy. I was the only person. So I was like full on like, let's just invent myself. Like, I don't even invent myself, but like, okay, where where are my friends going to be? Yeah. Because I I knew pretty much no one coming in. Yeah. So I was just like, all right, okay, these guys seem, okay, cool. This group, okay, what's this group? Oh, that's very you. That's very, uh, what are you, uh, ENFP? Yeah. (laughs) That's very you. Yeah, it was, um, but yeah, speaking of like dress code and shit, like that was like the moment where you either proved that you knew the unsaid dress code and like were willing to abide by it or like, and after that I was like, I never, I think I like never wore that dress again. And oh, like, no. it, it was just like oh, tainted no. for me. It was so oh, terrible. Oh no, that's, I'm sorry. It's so fine. It's so fine. Oh, well, well, welcome everybody to the uh, ethical butchers. butchers. See, I didn't sing this time. I, I said I was going to do I just. I said I would sing. <laughs> God, I hate uh, us. Cool. I hate us. <laughs> that's going to be, we need to make a t-shirt with like our logo on the back. says, I hate us. <laughs> 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 yeah, welcome back to another week. Um, we mm-hmm. are deep into season two now. Hell yeah, we we're in elbows it. Deep. We're in it. Um, and yeah, let's let's hit them with some housekeeping to hit, hit them to start off with. I don't have my 
computer in front of me. So I will might open up our email. Um, I want to thank you for posting such a sweet birthday post for me. And I feel like uh-huh. a, I'm going to eat shit about it. I feel like a piece of shit for not doing one on your birthday in December. And I'm sorry. And that will be rectified come December this year. Yeah. I was gonna say, or you could do one uh, today and say, hey, everybody, did y'all know that Melina's birthday? No, I'm kidding. Please don't. And I want to thank Field Kabuki and Working Girl for the incredibly kind comments to your post about my birthday. It meant so much to me. Yeah. Um, and that was just incredibly kind. So thank you both so much for that that meant a lot yeah that was real sweet yeah i know wasn't that picture so funny that was love of it. us in the in the smoky mountains that was it killing it taking shots of moonshine i'm guessing and uh something like that we might just being left a, the a dipping mess. place whatever all sauced up <laughs> all where you just like up. dip a bunch of things uh, yeah yeah so that was really fun thank you for um for folks liking and uh, and sending some nice comments to Jack on his birthday, we got together last night and mm-hmm. listened to some music and boom, boom. ate some food. It was great. Lots of fun. Uh, and I want to thank our dear friend Anne. Anne, thank you. Yeah. Um, for her notes and her incredibly kind email, it was fantastic. I'm looking for anything housekeeping wise that we need to. Well, she corrected. I do this. want to correct myself. I shouted out this like one specific Tumblr um, that I yes. quote or that I get my mm-hmm. my info from because mm-hmm. I'm too lazy to do the actual hard thinking myself. And I called it. I called the the Tumblr's uh, handle Bone Area of My Skull, but it's actually Bone Arena of My Skull. Bone Arena. Okay. Um, and I'm I'm guessing it's some sort of like reference. But anyway, I'm sorry. Like reading reading Tumblr URLs um, has always been. So it could be a challenge. So Bone Arena of My Skull um, is the Tumblr that I go to, um, and it's dope. If you're looking for some deep dive into Hannibal um, Hannibal goodness. Yes. Um, I also want to eat some shit about, and I ate shit to Anne directly, about uh, Big Yellow Taxi. Yes. Right after we finished, I was like, that was a Joni Mitchell song, and like, we're the guys who like, think that, 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 that the cover was the original one. I had remembered it later, but like, yeah, we're pay, millennials, like pay, Counting Crows is our touchstone, not Joni Paradise Mitchell. Paradise and put up a parking lot, we both thought that was Counting Crows and yeah. it's original. Which, I mean, it yeah. is, but it was originally Joni Mitchell. Yeah, Joni Mitchell, who's wonderful. Love. And I hate... And I, I always get annoyed when people like reference covers and they're like, oh, I love so-and-so's song. And I was like, you know, they didn't write that, right? So like, I want to eat shit about that. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for that email. Um, any other housekeeping or shit eating? I don't think necessarily we have anything else that I can I don't think, think so. of. I do not think so, no. Uh, so, do you want to slide someone into the room? Let's deck? slide them in. Slide them in. You All said right. you were having a hard time choosing this oh, week. Oh, man, there's so many pieces of shit in the world. I also <laughs> want to shout out Anne, who mentioned uh, state rep in Texas, Tony Tinderholt, who tried to amend a bill in Texas law that would basically make abortion a uh, definition of criminal homicide and make it eligible for the death penalty. So, you know, Christ. that's great. Um, that's. Those are the, the those are the real it's issues like, we need to solve right now. Aren't there bigger issues in Texas right now? Yes. There's lots so, of them. So build that wall. Do something build that else. Wall. Wait what? <laughs> Wait what? <laughs> Just leave women alone and let them make their own decisions. You idiots. I don't know what you mean by God. that. You know, <laughs> they clearly can't make them for they themselves. They clearly yeah need to be put in jail. <sighs> um, right. So I am going to, and I've been. I, I ended up getting into an Instagram fight with, with with Judd's on this, and I was so excited on my birthday. Someone on this comment section called me a cuck, and I was so nice. fucking happy about it. Yes, so I'm gonna throw in. I don't even know who people are, but everybody on the South African International um, uh, Administrative Boards for Track and Field, 
who mm. denied Castor Semania, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, appeal. So for those who don't know, Castor Semania is a female runner. She's world-class, multiple Olympic champion in the 800 meter, and I think others written, especially mm-hmm. 800 meter. Mm-hmm. And she is someone who's naturally born with heightened testosterone levels, mm-hmm. similar to that that you would typically see in someone um, of the male sex, but that is totally naturally occurring, and it gives her, obviously, a massive physical advantage to where she blows away the competition. Right. Now, there's been lots of talk about this, whether or not it's fair, blah, 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 and they initially ruled, and then the appeal uphold uh, a ruling that is re- that requires her, if she wants to keep per- uh, participating or running competitively, to take medication to artificially lower her testosterone levels mm-hmm. to make it a quote-unquote fair competition. Mm-hmm. This is some grade-A bullshit. Uh, People are drawing comparisons to Michael Phelps, who is genetically just like the way his legs and arms are structured, just like like perfectly built to be a swimmer. You know, like everyone celebrates that and like, wow, what an amazing specimen. Mm -hmm. And yet for for a woman who happens to be just on naturally uh, Mm -hmm. have certain advantages, no, it's not fair. We need to regulate her body and change it to make her to make her slower. Basically, it's total bullshit. Crazy talk, and it made my first thought was so. Are we going to is so? Do we heighten people's testosterone who have like ladies who have too few? Too yeah, right. Like not enough to make that like, uh, or is it just like oh you're not good, you're not fast enough, so like forget you. But just because she's too good, it's insane. Um, and has too much muscle mass. Um, that, that somehow she's not feminine she's enough, not feminine or enough something. and like can't compete at the level of which she's been just dominating. It's really crazy. Um, um, and it's wild. again, this is something that is completely naturally occurring. She's she's taking zero substances to do this. Yeah. It's it's insane. Yeah. Um, so her Instagram actually I started following her is fantastic. She's posting all these defiant quotes and cool. she's like, Hell no, am I gonna take that shit? No fucking way. Nice. Um, so nice. she's great. I think the people most people are behind her, especially in South Africa. People are very much behind sure. her, yeah. um, especially as she is a, a black athlete. And mm-hmm. so there's tons of people are really behind her in her corner and mm-hmm. standing up for her. So hopefully this gets fixed. I don't know what the next level is, if it's possible to get overturned or fixed, but right. it's it's not going away. Yeah, gosh. So, yeah, fuck all those people who made that decision. Um. That's bananas. <laughs> yeah, thank you for, for bringing that up. I had... That, I remember that being a thing not too long ago, yeah. And, and yeah, just now I'm coming back into the news because mm-hmm. of the, the decision. Yeah. Um, so my Rolodex entry uh, this week is a little less serious. Um, <laughs> well, I've had just like a hell of a week. I'll start off by saying this isn't the person. This is like an honorable mention of someone who might go in the Rolodex, but I'm choosing someone else today um, for reasons which will become obvious. My honorable mention is, I've mentioned before that I work in higher education, and... I deal with shitty students all the time. I mean, just students who, I mean, students are students. They're 18 year olds. They like think they know everything in the world. And so they're jerks. Yeah. Um, What I don't like dealing with are faculty members who are also jerks. Nope. Who are 50 years old and have a PhD and like treat the staff members at um, my university like crap. Um, Or like we're less than or like like, stupid or something like that. So I like, I won't go into like the whole detail or whatever because it's actually a stupid long story. But like this faculty member who is not even, I don't work with closely, mm-hmm. not in my school, not even in a department in which I would like interact with normally. So like you would think someone who doesn't know me, mm-hmm. but can see in my signature that I am someone high, high-ish, mid-level in the administration mm-hmm. who is like only trying to do their job, mm-hmm. was like so incredibly rude and talked down to me and patronized me as if I were his like son or something Bullshit. like that. Um, 
that that will drive me up the walls. Yeah. Ignorant kids, I'm like, whatever, you're 18, you're a, a POS, and like, get out of my face. But whatever, I mean, I won't say that to them, but it's yeah. a different thing. So anyway, and it's, it's a good graduation season, so like, tensions are high, and everyone's stressed, and mm-hmm. like, I get it. But I've also looked back at like, past conversations I had with this faculty member, and he was a jerk then too. So I was like, this is asshole. not just the timing, he's just an asshole. asshole. Um, so my actual entry for the Rolodex this week is, uh, well, today is Cinco de Mayo. We're recording on Cinco de Mayo. And as I was driving in, we've said multiple times before that in the drive into where we record, <laughs> you have to pass through uh, a like shitty street of bars. Yeah. And there's always like drunk people, like tourists walking around. And, like, scooters. People on those lime scooters. And it's <laughs> like, I oh, every time I go down there, I go, I should have taken another way here. Yeah. So today I got behind one of those, like, it's like a truck, but in the back, oh, yeah, it's yeah. like a bar or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, what's that? Is it a school bus? With the roof taken off. With the roof school, taken yeah. off, and <laughs> this was people just, like, standing and drinking. Yeah, yeah. And it was full of biddies wearing, like, li- little mini sombrero hats. Oh, I love it. I hate it. Um, I hate and I was like, it. no, y'all it. are going in the Rolodex I today. I hate it. That shit, that's some culturally appropriative shit. It's really insane. Um, that and St. Patty's Day both are just, like, insane. Yes. People yeah. like lose all sense and like put on little fake mustaches and little mini sombreros. It's and wild. I'm like, what? It's wild. What? <laughs> so I, that was driving in. I, I saw that and I go, oh, that's it. That's yeah, one hundred percent. That's in. tasteless, Easy. as Will would say, and Hannibal would not stand for that. <laughs> Hannibal would not stand sombrero. for that. Like I, I think. I, I don't even think like party places should be able to sell those. I mean, it's just stupid oh, it's cra- it's crazy. Mind. It's crazy. Yeah, come on, you SJW, you PC police. <laughs> you cuck. <laughs> I, I got so happy when someone was like, call me a cuckold. I was like, I don't even know how this comes up, but, but okay. I, hell yeah, it's the internet, baby. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, yes, done it. Uh, I, so, I just wish that they would call me a soy boy, which is the other insult that like the alt-right yeah. bros say, which is like the funniest thing. <laughs> Oh, what is And it wouldn't have fit for the cast of Semania. They'd be like, she has, I bet she has more testosterone than you, you soy boy. Yeah, it would have worked. like, oh, he got me. opportunity. Got me. that person. Shredded. Jerk. (laughs) Okay, season two, episode seven, Yakimono, which is, um, basically it means pan fried. Um, That's what I looked up. Um, It's pretty much a term for anything pan fried. You can have pan fried dumplings or skillet uh, chicken or tofu or vegetables, Mm. um, meat. It just basically means like on a skillet or pan fried. Interesting. Which I love. I'm on board for. Do you prefer Mm. steamed or fried dumplings? Um, I think I've only had steamed. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Pan fried dumplings are wonderful. I, yeah, so I've heard, so I've heard Perry had them recently, and so I've been meaning, there's a new, um, like, dumpling bow place in town. You've been there before. Yeah, we've been there, like, two, three times already, (laughs) so I think we're going back next week. Nice. So I was like, all right, I need to get those next time. It's dope. Yeah. They're both dope. I love both. They're very different. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, right on. I'm trying to feel like how we can sense that theme in here, pan-fried, steamed, not in steam, yeah, out of the frying pan into the the fire, fire. yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, so we right. open on the ambulance, just Jack loading up Miriam, and bam, bam. I always love the movie trope of like hit the like hit the trunk of the car, right. do do, as like if hitting that... the cab and like that makes it go or something like oh, yeah, that. Yeah, it's right. in everything. I've never in real life seen anyone do that. No, loading up the trunk. All right, we're good. Like, don't you like, think <laughs> the uh, like the driver of the ambulance would know that once the door closes, you yeah. can go? Yeah, or the paramedics <laughs> in the back. We're like, all right, we're good. 
yes, yeah, that's um, yeah, Jack and Miriam in yeah, the, and then they end up. Is that a hospital? That I don't know. What, no idea where it is. It looks like the same room where they are doing the stuff to Chilto later. Oh, but, but, okay. But, but those aren't the CSI guys. But it's forensic evidence. I'm assuming like they're scraping her fingernails and getting some of her hair. Oh, so it must be like. A hold like a hospital esque holding place, something like that. It made me really uncomfortable because she is shooketh, and oh, they're just yeah. like handling her hair, scrape, 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 fingernails, blah, 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 and just like m- you know, like moving yeah. her body around and taking things from her, and she's just sitting there staring. I'm like, I get you have to do that. I don't know how they would do that with more care, but for me, it just felt so impersonal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's right. They they have a job to do. Obviously, I can imagine that maybe like the FBI medical team is maybe not like the most like, touchy-feely yeah. in the world. Um, and she's just, like, incredibly traumatized. Incredibly so, traumatized. Um, yeah, and she says something along the lines of, like, I wasn't spared. He was saving me for last. Like, he was... Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't get away. <laughs> I was just being preserved. Exactly. Well, she's been totally brainwashed. I mean, that, that's... Mm-hmm. It's immediate from the get-go, because she's like, can I see him? And she's like, we haven't caught him. And she's like, what? Yeah. The fuck? He's still out there? And he's like, yeah. Um, he's like, do you remember anything? She's like, I don't I don't know his face. I, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember anything. Just like, I oh, don't. yeah, she's been totally wiped. It's wild. Yeah, and as the show goes on, it's... Because, um, again, like, I felt tricked. Again, I told, I talked about last week how I felt, <laughs> I felt bamboozled, and I was, like, worried about Hannibal getting caught. I got tricked again this episode, where I was like, oh, no, Hannibal, watch out. And he, like, clearly had already thought all this oh, through. Oh, everything so. through. He's acting again this episode beautifully. Oh, beautiful. He's doing some serious capital A acting. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he treated me very well, you know, up until yeah. the end, and then yeah. he threw her in the pit. Yeah, right. Wild. Yeah, crazy. Um, like even when he took my arm, he said clearly, "I'm gonna take your arm. I'm, I'm gonna put arm. you under, and your yeah. arm's gonna be gone." Went to sleep, woke up, it was gone. <laughs> that's where the care was. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. That's the love and care you're looking for. And that, well, yeah, and that's like the kind of socio, like psycho that Hannibal is. It's not like I gotta get your arm. He's just like, right. so by the way, um, I'm gonna be cutting your arm off now. Yeah, yeah. This is what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's not. He's not trying to like <laughs> induce fear into yeah. her or something like that. It's not. Uh, and obviously, the arm wasn't. For her, the arm was exactly. Protect. Yeah, um, so. yeah. He's a sadist, but he doesn't get off on like someone screaming and like dominating oh, yeah. someone that way. He doesn't need to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he's reached another plane of total control. Yeah. Yes, you know. I know, and I keep getting fooled, thinking <laughs> that like he's on the edge of on the verge of getting caught, which like some can argue that he is, but um, but I don't know. We see. He goes his his um, distance to being caught sort of fluctuates as you like think that Jack's very close and then like you later on Jack starts to push away. So anyway, oh, yeah. we'll get there. It, it just um, this is a great episode and uh, Hannibal. Speaking of people who are fooled, Alana is fucking drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the next scene is her and Hannibal, and she's like, I don't want to be here right now, blah, 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 blah. Yes, her and Hannibal, right. And then Jack and Miriam are behind the yeah. the one-way the two one way mirror? Two-way two mirror. Two-way mirror, okay. I can never remember which one. Um, and, and, of course, Hannibal's like, you've brought me here because you need this, like, whoever's behind the glass needs to hear my voice. Okay. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Like, so sorry to have to be you here. Like, she, yeah, she is, um, she is trying to I know right like does she think that it's him at this point or is she just no she's just doing what Jax is telling her yes to do. Jax right. like go in there and talk to him right and Hannibal immediately is like so I guess 
that they, she doesn't know what I look like right. and only knows my voice. Right. It's like, is she here now? Yes. So she just walks through the window and fucking stares. I know. Just, oh man, he's. I also love that as, as like ice. a movie TV trope where like the perp or whatever walks up to the mirror a window and like looks directly at the person through the window and you're like obviously you can't see that they're standing right there but I feel like that's so often they like he's Hannibal man he knows it they're here right behind this window and they walk like right up to the place where they're standing how would you know that I love his like feigning this is gonna be acting his feigning being like a front I guess I'm the usual suspect yeah usual suspect I don't hear the Will's trying to pin it on me so unfair against me yeah um but yeah, and so he starts talking, he walks up to the window, and Miriam is... Shooketh. she's She's shook, but she goes, it's not him. Pretty confidently. She was like, it's... Yeah, it's, but it's she's shooketh, though, for a little bit, though, where she's like, uh, maybe maybe she's getting triggered by stuff, well, and then well, she's like, no, 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 no. Well, because she's having flashbacks to seeing that silhouette. Yes. And she's like seeing that sort of like doubled person yeah. with, with backlighting, and she sort of puts him into it. And so I think she shooketh, not by Hannibal, but by that flashback. Got it, and yeah. And realizes that... Cause she looked. Cause I remember thinking, oh, is she lying for Hannibal? Like, is she trying to? Or lying him? out of fear. Or, right, or lying out of fear. Just right, like, right. Uh, but I don't. I don't think so. She looked at Jack pretty confidently and was like, no. But she shook enough that Jack wasn't buying it at face value, which we learn later. Jack's like, mm, wasn't enough right, for me. Which um, is interesting to me because Jack up to this point has been like. Where's the evidence? Where is the proof? Where it, like, I don't, yeah. I'm not just taking Will's word for it anymore. And up to this point, like, last episode, he went to the dinner party, got all that food. None of it was human. Yeah. And, and, and I'm like, okay, you still don't have evidence, Jack. And yet he's willing to not listen to the protege that he's been missing for mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Who, has, who looks him in the eye and says it's not him. And he goes back to Will and he's like... Uh, might still be. I'm like, this is why we what need me too. This is why we need me too. Like, if, what, Jack? What are you? We're not going to believe women. No, she, she <laughs> seems traumatized. I don't know if I believe her. I'm like, what? Will has you have a crazy theory? Oh, I believe you. Oh, will. I'll believe you now. <laughs> I'm like, it has been years. When we actually think about time later, Miriam, she's like, she's been gone for two years, and yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, now. Yeah. Based on the flashbacks in the first season when they mentioned Miriam, I was like, this could have been 10 years ago. Like, I don't know how long ago Miriam was. Yeah, they say two years. Two years. Yeah, that's... Because when it was snowing outside, I was like, okay, we started kind of in winter and we went. So I was like, have we gone a year now? Like, it's like winter now because it's snowing again It was fall before, but it was wintry. You know, in season one, it was kind of cold. So I feel like we've gone a whole year, maybe. I I don't know. I don't know, God. That's always a constant question. It's like how long, how much time has passed between always. some of these episodes. That's that could be the title of our podcast. How much? How much time, time has, has passed? passed? Sometimes it's like the next day, and sometimes it could have been months. Yeah, mentioned his trial could have taken months. Absolutely. Um, so the next scene is uh, in uh, Chilton saying goodbye to Will. And he's this Mazeltov. He's like the most waspiest person, which makes me wonder, yeah. like. Is this like just saying it like, does he think Will's Jewish? Or he like, should have just said mazels. I feel like that's like the waspy way to say it. Like, yeah. like oh, mazels. Like, it's a very. Uh, I guess, like, I, yeah, I guess. Or just like, congratulations. But instead, he's like Mazeltoff. And I was like, okay, interesting. No, I think that's him just being pretentious. Got it. Okay. Interesting. I just was like, interesting to say yeah. Mazeltoff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is. Okay, I meant to look into this further and. Um, and I'm, I think I'm correct, but people who have seen The Path, please, like, confirm this. Because you haven't watched The Path, have you? No, I haven't. Okay. That's the, Will, that's the Hugh Dancy cult movie, right? 100%. Or show. Uh, yes. Okay. Hugh Dancy in The Path, and I've said this before, is flaw-free mm-hmm. and should have won, like, a fucking Golden Globe and mm-hmm. Emmy, like, something. Because he is 
incredible as is like completely like multi-layered human being who's like both vicious and vulnerable and yeah. like it's really so you should watch it great but this interchange between Will and Chilton was so eerily the path esque. Interesting. So the path was like based on right this cult, um, and it was about it was all about like like living in light and climbing a ladder. So it was all about like light and lightness. And um, they had a practice called unburdening, where you would like basically go in and like confess your like quote unquote sins to someone. Um, and it was like a way of like relieving yourself in the same way that like confession is, I guess, mm-hmm. whatever. So this this conversation between Will and Chilton, Will says, like, you're next. Like, basically, Hannibal's coming after you. You're next. Yeah. Chilton says, unless I unburden myself. And Will says, confession is good for the soul. Shine a light on your relationship with Hannibal Lecter. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. What? This is so, the like, the light, the unburdening, yeah. the, like, good for the soul, like, thing. And, and with this cult thing, there was also, in the path, there was also this, like, undercurrent of, a threat where it was like you either unburden yourself or people who didn't like follow the cult ended up like disappearing mysteriously or like dying. Um, but like, I'm just curious if people who have watched the path have like rewatched this episode lately or, may, or like maybe remember this interchange and then watched the path and thought like, weird, this like talk of unburdening and like yeah. light and lightness and like letting your soul be free. It One of the producers weird... of the path saw that scene and were like, that's our guy. I know, right? I was like, <laughs> we're going to cast did him. Did they share a writer or a producer or something like that? Um, but anyway, I'm Interesting. Pretty, yeah, I thought that was really wild. Well, I just love, like, this is like, from, from Chilton's perspective, like his character, this is like such a classic thing that so many people in movies do where it's like, no, you don't have a choice. He's like, ruin my, my, my career? It's like, yeah. no, but you're going to die like, otherwise. Right. So, like, death. fuck your career. Right. <laughs> yeah, because he was like, oh, you want me to tank my career to snitch on Hannibal? Because yeah, Will's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you guys both share this both unconventional yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, 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 buddy. You're next. You're next. And then, but Chilton buys it. Chilton's like, I'm fucking shook. Like, yeah, later. because Will was like, oh, Gideon's dead. So, anyway, he's coming after you. Yeah. Um, and he's not coming after me because he wants, he wants to be, be my, my friend. friend. <laughs> I wrote, I drew a heart with W and H on it on my thing. I was like, oh. Yeah. So, Will's hoping that uh, that Chilton will snitch ASAP. Yeah. Um, and then Jack shows up. It's like in the, the, the geography of this hospital is I don't understand. Yeah. So they're down in the dungeons, basically, for yeah, their cells. The and they go up. And then they go up to this like big atrium where right. the dunking booths are. Right. And it's so weird because they have other visiting rooms. Like we've seen Will with cats, like yeah. at this table, yeah. which is like a standard kind of prison visiting room. Sure. But they also have these crazy cages. So the like five of them in a row in this right. gigantic stone atrium right. with this big great hall staircase. Yes, the big staircase. It's right. wild. It's crazy. Right. And Jack <laughs> says something stupid like, oh. Go I'm... in my way? Or like, he didn't say that, but like she says that. He, he might as well say something that. stupid like, oh, I couldn't find you or something like that. And Will like taps on the, the cage and he's like, I was right here. I was right here, Jack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. this is Jack's apology. It's really interesting how Jack's kind of owning up to his shit. Um, again, yeah. not to Miriam. Miriam's like, thank you so much. You never gave up on me. He's like, Brr. And then Tulane's <laughs> yeah. like, I, I fucking did, man. And like, I'm sorry for you, too. Yeah. I gave up on you. Yeah, and this is when he, he basically confirms that he didn't, that Miriam's confession or denial of Hannibal wasn't enough yeah, for him. Yeah, he didn't him. buy it. And that's the moment when I was like, what? Like, I, I don't know. I, and I guess that moment of, um, you remember whenever he was, he, that uh, Jack was circling Will in the dunk tank mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, you're getting closer. Riddle me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, did that really convince him so much that he's willing to essentially, I think, change his whole 
like sense of what he knows is right and wrong to like follow a hunch. Well, I think the fact that Hannibal set it up to to basically exonerate Will in one fell swoop yeah, also okay. helped me. Okay, sure. I was totally wrong about Will. Sure. So I'm gonna choose listening, I yeah. guess, because yeah. I, I just don't know what the fuck's up. Yes. I have a question. So Will's talking about he's been caught before. You catch a fish and let it go. It's hard to catch it, catch it again. Mm-hmm. What do they mean by he's been caught before? As in like the Ripper? Yeah. When was Hannibal caught before? To what, like, is it just when like we've 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 figured him out before, but then he he got away because of the the food or like when did they catch him and then release him? I don't know. I was thinking about that. I was like, when what qualifies as catching him before? Like, they Will's figured it out and like Sheldon's figured it out and Jack. Oh, maybe Miriam. Oh, maybe maybe Miriam. But like none of those times where they did they let him go. They were just like on him, and then he kind of escaped. I would have said no, but but you remember? Okay, I, now I'm more convinced that it's Miriam because later on in the episode, someone I, oh I think it was Will talking to Jack. It might be this this exact scene. Mm-hmm. He says something like, uh, or no, it was Will talking to Hannibal. Says something like Miriam got close, and like you made sure that was never going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might be not that they let him go, but that he he got away. He got with away. It that someone yeah. got the closest, which, yeah. which was Miriam. Okay, I'm, that's my that's my guess. Yeah. So then Will does the flower showcase pendulum, and it's just like pendulum's everything back. is my design. Pendulum's All of this, back. I have set the pendulums back, and yeah, it's better yeah. than ever. Uh, <laughs> fair. <laughs> He's like everything. I planned it all out, and it's theater. Yes, every time the Ripper kills someone, it's theater. Um, yeah, yeah, which is true. Which oh, is, yeah. it's a whole, it's, it's kabuki. And yeah, yeah, it's, yeah literally exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's performance. Yeah. It's look at this, check this out. It's so showy. It's Yeah, and this is when Will presents him with a sort of, I was like, ooh, this is a brain twister, where mm-hmm. he's like, something you'll find will lead you away from him. Exactly, Hannibal. yes. Um, he's going to put some evidence there. Yeah. That's going to be a misdirect. Yes, that's going to point you to someone else, as usual, of course. He's always yeah. trying to pin it on, on someone else. Um, and so we sort of find that later le- later in the FBI. And I'm I'm interested to talk about this because I was like, how how is this pointing away from Hannibal? But anyway. Um, well, I guess because of how hardcore it's pointing to Chilton. Like if it was one little bit of evidence, like the fingerprint. Yeah. Oh, interesting. But no, it's like the fingerprint's Hannibal's fingerprint. But really, but the fingerprint now, and then like eight thousand other things that point to Chilton. Yeah, I guess I had thousand things. It was just the sodium, whatever. And Alana yeah. was so fucking hell bent on it not being Hannibal. Yeah, she's yeah. like, see, he see? used it too, and that was the piece of evidence. <laughs> and then Hannibal's like, bring them both. Just like bring them both in. We're jumping way ahead. Whatever. No, we're not. It's not way. It's like two scenes ahead. Um, yeah. So it's all this theater, and it's like this has all been my design. It's everything. He like realizes that everything is put together, and even he's like, we're all puppets in this. Still, like we're all little actors dancing yeah. around. Chasing our tails. Yeah. He's orchestrated everything. Yeah. Um, and then the puppies. Will's back home. Yeah, we're at Will's house. Uh, Will's house. Alana's there, obviously taking care of the pups. There's a new dog, and he goes, oh, who's this? And she goes, this is Applesauce. Applesauce. She likes Applesauce. What an insane name for It's a cute name for a dog, I guess, but only because she likes Applesauce. Guess what? All dogs like Applesauce. Uh, right. <laughs> I was going to say, this is just the silliest thing she's ever said, yeah. but all right. I guess she's a little smitten at the moment. Oh, smitten is an understatement. She is, as someone else put it, digmatized. She's like, <laughs> fully like in his corner. She's like, I'm worried about you, Will. 
I'm worried you're like you're blinded to see that he's innocent in all of this. She's like so in his corner defending I know, him. I know, and it's like she's got to have someone to take after. Will was her was her cause, and now it's Hannibal. And now it's Hannibal, and this is like epitomized when she goes this like interchange when she goes, "Is he safe?" Talking about him, mm-hmm. is he safe? And Will goes, "From me or for you?" Yeah. Oh <laughs> shoot! <laughs> Will got her. Got her. Bazinga. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so she is, um, she took care of the dogs, but, uh, someone else was taking care of her. Taking care of her. Keep, and we'll keep taking care of her. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Um, um, and then, so yeah, and then after that is, we're at the FBI and it's, um, oh, Chilton and Jack, right, yeah. I love, I love Chilto. Always the like, he's like, I'll offer my services. Pro bono, of course. It's like, <sighs> Chilton, listen. It's like, don't worry, I'm not going to bill you for this. God, uh, he would be the type to send an invoice like post investigation, but like one hundred percent, twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, like you know that my you know that my going rate is four hundred dollars an hour. Yeah, I got you a friends and family discount. Don't worry though, pro bono for this sequence because I don't want to die. Um, and so yeah, but Hilton, Chilton's like, I helped Will get some of his memories. It's not a bad back. idea. It's yeah, he's like, let me. He says something tweak like, let me dig into yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, I something. can dig him out. <laughs> yeah, I can dig him out. I'll dig him out of her too. Um, so he wants to do his like light therapy um, thing again to to help Mira. Yeah, light therapy and like give her whatever oh, should he the, get like the sodium right, pentothal. It wasn't that, but it was mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering, did 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 did. did did Jack send in Will to talk to Miriam, or did Will go on his own accord? Because I think that was a smart choice of sending in Will. Um, that was a smart choice. Did Jack send in Will to talk to Miriam? Yeah. Um, I could see Will doing that on his own now. Now, we've talked about him, like, sort of having a little bit of autonomy now. Definitely. And being able to, making his own, be able to make his own choices. Oh, yeah. I think it helped that that's also what Jack wanted, but um, I, could, I think that might have been his his own choice. I love this prosthetic sequence. Yeah. It's like hand moving yeah. and like, okay, interesting. Creepy. It looks pretty good on her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was kind of holding it like, like just like yeah. out for at first, but I don't it's know how lot. much, I'm sure how much turning it had. Uh, is different at I mean, first. <laughs> I would imagine it would be a crazy sensation to have, to, to have a prosthetic limb, like an arm, because yeah. like you have like phantom limb once you lose something apparently, oh, you know, sure. you still feel it. And then to have something visible, and then to be able to kind of be move it, it and like know that it's not your arm, but like kind of have it be your arm. I'm sure it's a trippy, like mind fuck of an experience. Right, right, yeah. I, at that point, I'm like, well, I, I think I, I was thinking, man, would I would I want that, or would I want to just to just have one arm? Because there are people who choose not to have prosthetics. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think I'd probably want the prosthetic arm. I'd, I'd give it a say, go. Yeah, I'd give it a try. This is, I'm sure, all this paid for uh, by the FBI. Absolutely. We got you some prosthetics that ever care you uh, need. She like... doesn't have health insurance. She was presumed <laughs> she's dead. She's presumed dead. No, she's, she's, yeah. We got to undead you. We're going to charge this to Edna. No, love... it's like, yeah, the FBI is for sure. I love how she calls him the guru. And Jack's like, Will's like, Will's like what? Who? Who? <laughs> and I love how she's like, he has a peculiar cleverness. And Will's like, I guess so. I guess, right. Why Compared so to me, he's a dum-dum. Him. Yeah, for sure. I love this, like, the Ripper support group. Yeah, with the two of them. Yeah, the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, we've both been victimized by the Ripper. Oh, yeah. Like, I just got out. It was like, I was a professor, and up until two days ago, I was an inmate in the Baltimore State Hospital for the Criminally Insane, courtesy of the Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got their own little club. That's cute. Yeah, it's really cute. Um, 
What is this room? I wrote in big letters. Oh, I wrote. It looks like <laughs> Miriam lives in some sort of Japanese-inspired yes. room because it had. It looked like it had the sort of like translucent, like walls. Yeah, to it, and it and it's was a very, studio or like an efficiency. Like I had like the, yeah. the bed was in there. It was just like a well, kit. the bed was, and it was like everything was like very clean and neat and like minimal. It, but I was like, this doesn't look like a hospital exactly because we've seen hospital yeah. rooms. It looks too nice for like the academy dorms, right? Because uh, she was a trainee, like at the academy, I guess, like right. a la Jodie Foster later in House of the Lambs, kind of same parallels. Right. So is this her dorm room? This seems way too nice. No, I think they probably put her up in some apartment complex somewhere. Got but it. I was mystified it looked, by it. I same. I had the same thought. I was like, "Where? What is this? And where are we?" I feel like we're in that movie. Her. You ever, you ever yes. Know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I, "This feels like strangely in the future." We need more high waisted pants for it to be her, though. Yes. Again <laughs> with the high waisted pants. That was. I was on board for that being the future of men's fashion. Her. I was like, yes. "Okay, I can get behind this." Yeah. Right. It was nothing but high waisted pants. It was great. The mustaches. I love to have a mustache. Great. I'm on board. All right, yeah. I, I look forward to that in the next 50 years or something like that. Should we do segments now? We're about to see Hanny again with Will, and I think this is a good yeah. segue before we like, dive into it. Lego, Lego. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. I love that laugh. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward. This is a double feature kind of Eat the Crew. Let's do our music. Eat, eat the crew. 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 So I feel like we should do the shot first and then wash it down with these with this candy. Uh, can I do half of a shot? Yes, you can do however little you want. Okay. Uh, we're both going to try it, but you don't have to take the whole thing or have it be a full thing. All right. Des- so what we have to the So what we have to the humans. So what we have here, any of you guys from Chicago, we have a bottle of Jepsum's Malort. Um, it is a liqueur produced and bottled for the Carl Jepsum Company, Chicago, USA. So any of you guys have been to Chicago have ever heard of Malort, it is... A, I have the definition here. It is um, a botanical, it's a spirit, it's a liqueur, pretty much exactly only made in Chicago. Yeah. Like It's become like a Chicago thing. Right. And it's considered like the most horrible, awful booze ever. I feel like the only way this business is still in business is because of people ironically. Yeah, 100%. It's a whole like rite of passage apparently, like having a Malort shot. So it's, so it's a type of Basque, or I don't know how to pronounce it, B, there's like the umlaut over the A. Oh. Swedish. It's a Swedish thing. Do you know how to pronounce that? Bosk. Yeah. So, no. which is a type of um, some kind of a Swedish spirit. Um, malort is the Swedish word for wormwood, which is the key ingredient in Basque, which is a bitter type of Swedish brandvin. So, basically, this is like a type of Swedish liqueur, super bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like an aperitif or a digestif or whatever. But it, it's basically like. Disgusting. It's like a rite of passage. Several quotes I love. Um, John Hodgman, the comedian, says, Malort tastes like pencil shavings and heartbreak. Great. Um, There's like cocktails that people Malort do. There's this group called the, a drink called the Chicago Handshake that's Malort and old style beer, like very Chicago. Yeah. Um, who is it? Someone called it, 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 it tastes like anguish and regret. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it looks, I can't wait. So they have it, um, who else called it something? Yeah, but basically, so yeah, it's a it's a special Chicago thing. It's going to be terrible. We're going to do videos of us taking these shots for, for Twitter, guys. Okay. I think, we, you don't have to if you don't want to, but I'm definitely want to have my reaction videoed. 
Okay. So in college, I used to do a thing with some friends where we would practice taking shots without any facial reaction. Yeah. No grimace. Right. I'm going to try and do that with this. Okay. And then we're going to see just what breaks through the, yeah. the stoicness. I'm not going to play up yeah. my my uh, reaction to this. Sure. Great. Yeah. So like a half a shot glass. Yeah. That's going to be great for me. Perfect. That's all that I am. So it is. So here's why how I know this is great. A two things. One, it's actually made in Florida, and then shipped oh, then, to Chicago. And then bottled in Chicago. Oh. No, it's bottled in Chicago, Auburndale, Florida, wherever the hell that is, and then it just shipped to Chicago. They don't hold sell on, it in Florida. So wait, say that again, because I think it's distilled and bottled in Florida, and it's bottled for the Carl Jepsum Company. Oh, in, in Chicago. Chicago. So oh. you can't buy it in Florida. They make it in Florida, which the, I feel like makes com- it even worse. The company is in Chicago, but it's bottled and made in Florida. Yes. Okay. And it also has, so normally most good spirits are like a, this is like a brownish, amberish hue. Yeah. Most spirits at- attain this color based on ingredients or barrel aging. Sure. No, this has a FD&C yellow number five. Oh, great. <laughs> great. I'm looking forward to it. says, Jepsen Belort has the aroma and full-bodied flavor of an unusual botanical. Its bitter taste is savored by two-fisted drinkers. I don't know what that means. What? <laughs> um, all right, let's get on with it. Okay. <laughs> let's get this over with. We just have, like, other things to eat and, yeah. and scream. Okay. So let me know when you're ready for this video. I have the bottle of Malort here. Yeah. And here we go. Oh. Okay, okay. Oh my god. Oh, the pencil shavings really. The pencil shavings really did it. Oh, it's just, it's okay. Like the very first thought was like, this isn't that bad. And then. (laughs) Oh, great. And then just like a a sour bitterness just is sitting on my tongue like a lead weight. And honestly, it's like I just sucked on like a piece of metal. Oh. um, Like wrapped in like a wet sock. That'll do it, all right. Here you go, Malone. Malone. Here you go, Marina. <laughs> I really, I hate shots in the first place. Um, <laughs> Two us on a shot. We're going to do shots on the podcast. Yeah, okay. Okay. Here we go. I really don't want to do this. <laughs> and then it hits you. Oh, Melina is, is so sour. <laughs> Melina is studying it and like puckering up and grimacing. Oh, it oh, gets no. worse. It really does. Again, the at first, at very first, like, you're like, okay. At first, it's like not bad. It maybe tastes like a little, like sort of tea. Yeah, I guess herbally kind of. In. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> now it's just like coating my throat and yeah, metal, metal. Mm-hmm. Why? I need some water. Yeah, I'm going to drink some beer. (laughs) Why? Why? Apparently it's a thing in Chicago to like mix it with like other kind of spirits and like put it on snow cones and stuff. Like it's a whole... What? I could see this be a rite of passage. Now I have a full fucking fifth of this. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with it. Just leave it on the street (laughs) corner. (laughs) Some some bitty and a sombrero drink it. It's like I'm shivering now because of this. Oh, it's not good. I know it's it's like after eating that um the cheesecake bar where I was just like I'm shaking. Just like, so I was like, it's like I'm shook it. I love that it's like Scandinavian because Mess Mickelson's from Denmark. I would love it if Mess is like yeah 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 a, a boss more. yeah no, great. <laughs> oh, God, that was 
Yeah, that they, the only reason that that place has to still be in company oh. is is uh, is because of the irony. Ooh. All right, let's move on. Okay, so now we have three different flavors of M and M's that I've opened. This is like the like world flavors vote and win. Like what's going to yeah. be our new niche bullshit flavors? So mm-hmm. this is very much in line with Eat the Crude. Two of them I think would be okay. There's Thai peanut. There is Thai peanut. There is English toffee peanut. Basically, they're all peanut M and M's with like extra yeah. flavor. There's Thai coconut. English toffee, which I bet is going to be good. Yeah. And then here's the real one is Mexican jalapeno. Oh, Cinco de Mayo. Say happy, happy Cinco de Drinko. So I'm going to have a, if you want to reach across, I have them already open. I'm sure the yeah. sound is impenetrable now. I know, I'm sure it's disgusting. I'm going to rock the Thai coconut. Why is this one green? They're like yellow and green. So, interesting. Oh, it's like a it's almond joy or something. Yeah. yeah. I was hoping it'd be like Thai coconut, like spicy coconut. Oh no, it's fun. I actually get behind this. Thai is more like there's more like cinnamon than like a spice really yeah. to it. But no, okay. this is it's yeah, it's like a toasted coconut. It's if you a like bit, coconut, it's a bit coconutty. Like like I feel like there's got to be flavor added into this. Like if you have For an sure. almond joy or a mounds, it's not as coconutty as this is. You don't think so? I don't know. I think it's pretty on par with like a mounds or something. Like Which that. I'm into. I love a mounds bar. Oh, I, me too. Okay, so that's solid. So that's one I have to. That was good. English toffee, I bet, going to be really good. I love a score bar or a Heath bar. Heath bar is my shit. Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. The smell initially. It's like a coffee smell to it. Which they make coffee nut M&M's, which I don't like. Mm-hmm. Huh. Wow, I don't like this. I'm not wowed no, by it. No, I'm going to pat. And then at the end, it just tastes burnt. It does. It, yes, it tastes roast. Thanks for the coffee, I thought, because it tastes like kind of roasty burntness. Yeah. It's... And it's not that good. I was, Now I'm disappointed I love by toffee. that. toffee. Love toffee. Uh, yeah, that was disappointing. I mean, it's not, not again, not the worst thing I've no, ever had. No, no. But if you're into toffee, just get a Heath bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And enjoy your life. And, like, move on with your beautiful life. I'm, I'm excited for this. Mexican jalapeno peanut M&M. Okay. I hope it's actually spicy. Like, bring it. It's I, no way it's going to be. I doubt it, yeah. <laughs> wow. It tastes like, like a jalapeno pepper. Oh, it does, yeah. It kind of smells like a jalapeno pepper. Yeah. Okay. There's a little bit of heat on my tongue. Yeah, I'm feeling that. But nothing much. Kind of a lingering heat. Actually, it's not that bad. No, This no. is This is better than those, like, sweet heat Skittles that we did. Or, like, the sweet... Mm. It didn't... Mm-hmm. W- wasn't our very first Eat the Crude, like, the hot Starburst... Yeah, it was like hot um, something, something hot. I think hot. it was Starburst. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. And then he kind of lingers in your tongue a little bit. It's not bad. The heat is good. Yeah. I actually am kind of on board for this. I would, yeah. I would um, I would enjoy those a whole it, a Especially whole if I was like really drunk. Yes. Really drunk eating these jalapeno peanut M&Ms. I would be like... You know what I... Have a few more shots of Malort. <laughs> no, fuck no. Not even when I'm drunk. You know what I just recently got on board with, which like people didn't... Um, I'm like mad that more people didn't get me on board with this sooner because now I'm addicted are Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Mm. I will just destroy uh, a bag of Flamin' Hot Cheetos. So now. good. So good. So good. Definitely not... These are not as hot as Flamin' Hot Cheetos, no. but it has the same sort of like heat where you could just like shove it in your mouth like all day. You know what Cheetos, in my opinion, are the best, and the best road trip Cheetos are the jalapeno cheddar Cheetos. Have you had those? No, I don't They're think so. fucking good. Okay. They're less spicy than Flaming Hot Cheetos, but they have the okay. cheesiness to them. Nice. They're nice. a little bit hotter than these, uh, but they have yeah. a great, like, yeah, the jalapeno cheddar cheese at Cheetos. It's the green bag. It's really fucking good. Cheetos? Cheetos, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I've Cheeto- had, Cheetos. Well, I've had, like, spicy cheez like, they're, no. like, 
pepper jack it, or something like that. No, this is Cheetos, okay. but they're jalapeno cheddar Cheetos. Okay. They're great. Perfect for a road trip. So I'd say the jalapeno, excellent. Yeah, really, the, really. Yeah. Thai coconut, fine. Thai coconut, yeah, like fine. I would, I would eat the rest of this bag only because it, yeah, it I, reminds I, me of an. I, I plan olive. on eating it once you finish recording. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> and then the toffee, I'm gonna give it a hard pass. Yeah, and I'm disappointed. Funny, but our pre-rankings are the inverse of our post-rankings. Look at yeah. that, guys. Don't don't prejudge. Don't judge an Eminem by its wrapper. There you go. Trademark. That's a T-shirt. My, that's the Malort. That's a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Okie dokie. Let's wrap this up and get into the stooms. Oh, sorry. Yes. We ate the crude. 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 Oh, oh. I'm still like shaking from that malort. It's I'm not like, good. I'm like, it's not I'm, good. I'm really glad I did it though because for the longest time I was like, I have to try this. I'm just going to eat some more, some more M&M's. Okay. I had to try this. So this is, yeah, it's great. There's like a whole coat of arms with the Chicago flag on it. Um, it's great. Okay, I'm gonna pull up my lyrics for costumes, and I have a little instrument here with me to help me oh, out. Yeah. Make sure it's not too Don't loud. you worry. No, it's gonna be really loud. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> Shit, it's all wrapped around. She's wearing blue. Hanny is Alana's guy. Hanny is Alana's guy. Hanny is Alana's guy. She's wearing blue. Hanny is Alana's guy. Hanny is Alana's guy. Hanny is Alana's guy. Wow. That was art. That was. <laughs> That was something already. You don't want to listen to the homemade lyrics where the instrumentation doesn't follow the lyrics at all? I'm glad I had that malort beforehand. <laughs> really so, the thing of those lyrics, it's so interesting. We mentioned her last episode wearing blue. She's all blue all the time in this episode. And there has all to be some blue. kind of like changeover now that she's she's wearing a blue like coat jacket thing when she's with the pups. She's got a blue dress on, I'm pretty sure, when she's interrogating well, it Hannibal. Be, it has to be her um, allegiance, like, shifting. Yes, exactly. There's some kind of color Will change. Will Hannibal, I guess. Yeah, because when we first hear she's in, oh, we're in the, sorry, I'm, like, still eating Zim Nims. She's talking to <laughs> Hannibal in the two-way mirror room. Yeah. She's wearing, the like, a blue V-neck geometric sort of dress. Yeah. I didn't hate it. No. I really, like, I really did it's not hate it. It's very on brand for her, like, the style of it, but the blue color I was into. And she's And you know what's back? What's back? Starfish necklace. Hmm? Starfish necklace. I back. didn't notice it. It's back. Back wow. is better than because now she has Hannibal better. to save. Mm, because okay. now Hannibal's her thing to save. Think okay. about when she, you know, is talking to Will. She's like, I'm worried about him. You yeah. know, whatever. She's like, Oh, she is all in on the handy. Right. Train. She's yes. like, He's innocent. Come on. Yep. yep. That's now her starfish. Okay. She, she dropped it last episode when she was kind of neutral ground, and yep. now she's got Hannibal in her. When she was in fucking mode, now she's in savior bam, mode. Bam 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 bam. That's the Lion King theme song. It's it's not the Lion King theme song. It's in the jungle. I mean, it's not the theme song, but it's a song. Yes, it is. Is it in the Lion King? I thought the song was like before the Lion King, like it's separate. That's not from the Lion King. That's like a separate fucking song. No. Okay, we're gonna need to Google this. I will eat shit if I'm wrong. I am like really fucking certain that that song has nothing to do with the Lion King. I don't want to be wrong about this. <laughs> um, so uh, when Jack's playing the voicemail, he's like black on black on dark tie, like dark yellowish dark tie, like super dark pattern. I feel like it matches his mood in that. Um, 
when Hanny's being interrogated by Alana, or not really interrogated, in the interrogation room with Alana, with her blue wrap dress, he's got, like, super brown wool, like, checkered or plaid three-piece suit. It's very on-brand for him. I didn't notice what, what tie it was. Okay. The song is not originally from The Lion King, but it is in The Lion King. It is. Where is it in The Lion King? I guess we're both right and we're both wrong. I don't know. We're both right and we're both wrong. <laughs> I love it. That's an ideal situation for Yeah. Me. I can remember what his tie was in the interrogation room, but he had that kind of brown, Hanny. checkered Hanny. Like the kind of checkered, plaid, brownish, it was a suit. Classic, great. It was a classic Hannibal situation, which yeah. I was on board for. Yeah. Um, Shilto would look decent in this episode. What? When he Shilton? lets Will... What? Shilton. Okay. Well, later, later when he's visiting Jack, he's like, I don't want to die. He's got a solid blue shirt on. Bluish tie yeah. and the tweed. Yeah, that Because he cuts fine. down the patterns. That looks fine. But when we first see him in jail when he's talking to Will, yeah, he's it's... got the he's got like a brown tweed, yeah. like maybe a light blue, and then like mm-hmm. a dark spotted tie. Yeah. It's huge. And he's got the tie bar. The tie bar. It, 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 classic Chilton, it's not good, but we love him anyway. So I think the, the most insane, not insane, but just like what costume that I had was when Jack is like... You know, going my way, like with the knock on the, oh, yeah. and he's got his fedora on, and in the light of the room, you can see the fedora is a, it's like chocolate brown, nice. and it has a fucking feather in the side of it, <laughs> like a fucking pimp. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I buy Jack wearing a fedora, but like the feather, what? I could see maybe that was like something Bella bought for him, and he was like, I guess I'll wear this, and she's dying right now. <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna wear Bella's hat. I guess. I don't know. The feather is a cute addition that you normally would not see him. Yeah, like the feather. I was like, this is very out of character for him. It is. It's too flashy. Like fedora, I I get feather. What? I agree. I would love if it's like a full like like nineteen like zoot suit like a gigantic fucking feather. That would have been amazing. And Will, once he gets out of jail, I don't know if if you've talked about this already or while I was googling. No, I haven't. Um, he's back in his like usual like fisherman gear. He's wearing that big like utility coat and yeah, he's wearing the vest later. I think it's when Chilton shows up. He's like he's back here. He's got a gun though. Like he's wearing like, like a puffy yeah. kind of vest. Yeah, something like that. Um, um, which I'm glad to see. You know, we we saw him in the in the jail jumpsuit for so long. I'm I'm happy to see a little um, classic Will fisherman yes. style coming back. Oh yeah, he's back to utility, his utility like western shirts, like very 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 interesting. Outdoorsman kind of no. coastal, yeah. Oh. He's got Alana actually had a nice looking jacket on mm-hmm. when she's with the dogs, mm-hmm. um, like a zip up kind of a number. Yeah, like a zip, and it was like a nice like dark royal blue again with yeah. blues. It was she actually looked really, and I'm sure she was in knee high boots. She was uh, knee highs and jeans though. Oh, okay. So her legs were bare. As long as she's wearing something, I know, with you those don't want to see her knees. You don't want to see her knees. I don't want to see them knees. <laughs> Girl, keep them knees away from like, me. You have bare leg. Get the fuck out of this Get show. Out of my face. And then when Chilton's like pro bono, Chilto is uh, Jack's got this purple shirt on. Yeah. Which I was kind of into. Is that when he's also wearing the paisley tie? I think so. Yeah. I was like, that's a choice. Okay. Yeah, and I, I wrote Shilto like... toning down the patterns. Blue on blue, he looks good in that one scene. He did look good, thank God. Yeah, that tie color, I remember thinking, this is a, this is a beautiful color yeah. for him. Yeah, and then I guess Miriam's... Is Miriam always wearing the FBI jacket, the hoodie? The, so, yeah. the zip-up hoodie? Ever since we, we see her out of the hospital, she's wearing the, the zip-up hoodie. Yeah. Um, then in Shilto's house later in the episode, he's got like a... He's got on like some kind of like lighter, I don't know if it's gray or cream color, some kind mm-hmm. of lighter jacket. Mm-hmm. 
And then we see the... Oh, that was PMS for those of you who... PMS. Oh, wow. I know. I was like, oh, it's back. It's back. Um, Yeah. Amazing. And then lay... Okay, wait. I can't wait to dive into that fucking scene. Will's Will's house, Will and Chilton, blue zip-up sweater, blue button. Got a vest. I don't remember. Oh, no, that was... Yeah, when was Handy wearing... Oh, yeah, he was wearing, like, the blue pad, blue blue plaid, like, half zip and oh, later in his office. I hated that sweater. Like, the, like button up in a tie and, like, a blue plaid sweater that, like, sort of zipped and had the, like... But the, yeah, but, but the plaid was only in his chest. Only on the chest, and, like, like not on the arms. And, re- like, plain sleeves. Yeah. I, I was, like, I hated it. I feel it. like it dated him too much. It was a very old look that I feel like an older gentleman would wear. Very. That's not, very. Was not, I was not on board with it. And I'm just like, you're in your office, there's a fire going, you got a full jacket, shirt and tie shirt on, and tie. with a half zip. It's hot. I was like, bro. He doesn't know how to relax. We know that. Is his internal temperature, is he, he's probably one of those guys who can just like regulate his internal body temperature with like, just like concentrating thinking, really yeah, hard. <laughs> there's some like Dutch guy who like, can like jump into ice, like polar plunges and like, is so zen that he can literally just like not get hypothermia because he's uh-huh. like, he can like regulate it apparently. I wouldn't be shocked if Hannah can do that. Perry is convinced that he can like keep himself from sweating if he just thinks cool thoughts. Exactly, yeah. I don't I don't buy it for Perry. Sorry, Perry. But, but I uh, wrote boo <laughs> for the sweater. I was like, fuck this sweater. I know. At least like just take the sweater off. Just be wearing like a shirt and tie or like take the tie. I don't know. But we know him. He's he's either like in his pajamas and like half naked or he's in a three piece suit. So Yeah. There's no like middle. Ground. Whenever he's not in that, I'm like, what's going on? Like yeah, you know, yeah, when yeah. that what? sweater on. It was wild. <laughs> The sweater was an interesting choice. Yeah. And then uh, later when Will comes to visit him for their date. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, he looks like he's showing up for a first yeah, date. Yeah, he's got his hair slicked back. Like he put some gel in it. He bought some gel. Yep. I'm wondering if he's wearing a new aftershave. Ooh, probably. Um, yeah. And he's wearing this like pink chambray-ish yeah, like kind of salmon. shirt. Yeah. It was salmon. It was a salmon. It was a salmon shirt. <laughs> a very soothing, lovely color. And Hanny's wearing like a red tie, dark. Yeah. Yeah. And I wrote sweater, ugh. Is he wearing a sweater in that scene too? That's the whenever s- he's wearing the plaid sweater you don't Okay, like. he's got another sweater on earlier when he's when he, when Miriam and Jack visit. Um, huh. Something. Oh, maybe I'm getting or, confused. No, no, I think I'm getting confused. I wrote boo for a sweater. I think Alana, I wrote Alana's pissed at Chilto. Miriam has been pl- oh. plugged with his voice. Sweater, boo. I don't know. Someone's got a sweater on. I think it's Alana's sweater because I wrote orange jumpsuit. I think it's a scene where Chilton's got an orange jumpsuit and Alana's wearing this weird sweater with this pattern on it. And I wrote boo for that sweater. Blue button up red plaid peacoat. Yeah, so when, when Alana and Chilto are having their talk and Chilto's in his orange jumpsuit, his yeah. orange is the new black suit, um... She wears she, she's wearing some cardigan with like this bonkers. No, no, no. Chilton's the one. Whenever he's running, he's wearing the blue shirt, blue button up, like yes, zip, yes, and the red and black pea coat. Is yeah. that what you're thinking of? No, I'm thinking of oh. Alana. Alana, oh. when Chilton's in the jumpsuit, the after he gets caught. Okay. Alana's wearing oh. some kind of crazy cardigan oh. that has some weird pattern on it. And I, I must have blacked out. For and that. I wrote boo for that. Okay, great. <laughs> Sweaters in this movie, soap movie. This episode has bad sweaters. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> multiple of them. Usually we just get like one, yeah. and, but we love it because it's usually Hannibal wearing it. And yeah. this has been nothing but bad sweaters. And I wrote Ugg for Hannibal sweater, so I just also yeah. didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. Sweet. Is that are that is that all of the... It's a blue coat, actually pretty nice. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Okay, let's close it out. Okay. 
Hanny, 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 can't you see? Your suits and strobe lights hypnotize me, and I just love your PMS. That's why you are safe and Shilto's a mess. Hanny, 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 can't you see? What's he wearing? What's he wearing? What's he wearing? Ah. All um, right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Once again, Once the, uh, again always. The biggie inspiration is divine. Oh. <laughs> I just hope whoever that I need to, we need to find out who that extra is that yelled at 100% yeah whose voice was it was like crab because the girl was like crab and girl like loser what's he wearing what's he wearing oh love it okay so now we have Hannibal's in his kitchen he's like getting back from work or something yeah he's like open up the fridge to get something like a, some wine or whatever Putting together the dinner for and then he's like hmm I thought I smelled that terrible aftershave. And he says, the same unfortunate aftershave. <laughs> and here comes Will, like, just, just, it looks like he's gliding out of the out of I the thought shadows. this was a flashback or a dream at first, because it cuts from Will being like, Will got to take care of Hannibal to Miriam, or just, yeah. just like, it wasn't even that, like, sudden. Like, he was just like, Hannibal's terrible, he's like, manipulating us, us both. Yeah. Cut to, Will's like, I got a gun now. Yes, he's got, and he immediately whips his gun out. And Hannibal's like, oh, well, we've talked before. Like, the la- our last kitchen conversation, I asked you, how would yeah. I feel if you killed me? And, oh, this was so scary. He goes, how would killing you make me feel? And Will goes, righteous. righteous. <laughs> and, Hanny, <laughs> and he, like, flinches. For a second. For I a think second. Hannibal isn't scared for much at all of this scene. Yeah. Like, it's obvious when we know with the Jack sequence. If Hannibal was actually threatened, yeah. he would have been like, bam, bam, bum, bump, you know, dis- disarmed, yeah. no problem. But, like, I also thought maybe if there was one way he would want to die, it would be, like, at the hands of, like, the man uh, that he loves. Spoiler so alert. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh. No, it's not. <laughs> I forget you haven't seen the final episode, God damn. Well, no, I mean, I know. I mean, but there's also, I mean, but... What do we think actually happens at the end? I don't know. The way you're wearing your headphones, by the way, right, right now is very insane. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord's getting to us. It's, it's two in the ab- two three in the afternoon, and we just did a shot of like this garbage just, liquor. I know, and I've like had a whole other cup of beer too. I thought about bringing some tequila to chase the Lord down because it's a Cinco de Mayo. Oh, man. I'm glad I, I didn't. I love tequila though. Me too. Okay. Um, I just love his smile. Like Will's visiting him, and there's some moment when Will smiles. During no, this interchange? No, sorry. When Hannibal smiles. Will has a gun trained on him and he says something and Hannibal's like, hmm. And like has his little, has a little smile. I can't remember what it was. Interesting. No, me neither. But yeah, righteous. And he sort of flinches, but like maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Well, then he like, this, this is his acting. Because yeah. like Hannibal, Will then comes up close and Hannibal turns his head and it's like, closes his eyes. Like, okay, fine. Uh, oh no, I'm going to close my eyes. Like, as if I'm like fearing for my life, knowing for a second that Will's never gonna actually shoot him. Otherwise, I think Hannibal would immediately have been like, "Okay, self-defense, right. bang, bang, boom." Well, and right before that, Hannibal says, um, "If I'm not the Ripper, then you kill an innocent man. But if I am the Ripper, then you never get answers to any of your questions." Yeah, he's like, "Guess what, bitch? Like, like you no gotta closure. fucking let me live." Yeah, right. either way. And so that's whenever Will sort of steps to him, and he's the like, yeah, like sort of. I thought that too. He was like, Ugh. it was like, no, if he really wanted to disarm him, he could easily do that. Yeah, but he like poses like, oh no, okay, but he closes his eyes like, oh. yeah. All it right. was, it was, yeah. And um, then fucking this whole, I feel like this whole something. sequence is so dumb of Will. It's funny, Hannibal never mentioned it to, to Alana, but he could have been like, Will just visiting with a gun, like, yeah. 
Yeah. Real almost showing up to Hannibal's house with a gun, like, to righteously murder him. Right. It's playing into Hannibal's hands of, like, being the victim in all of this. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Making it, right, it makes him look like the one who is being... Put upon. Put upon. And, yeah. like, made made into the usual suspect. That, yes. Like, this, this wacko who just got out of the psych ward has Who had previously up. sent a, you know, yeah, psycho to, to kill, me. kill me. Yeah, has shown up to come me. kill me. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not it's not a good look for Will at the moment. And then like, oh, Jack Crawford, right after all of this talk about like I'm gonna take better care of you, I'm gonna blah blah blah, mm-hmm. fucking brings her to visit Hannibal, and I guess he he thinks like if I'm with her, she can't get shook or whatever. Yeah, right. But it's like no, don't put him in the room together. He's gonna just like, and then of course he has the fucking like strobing, and I'm like, yeah. what? Right, right. You're I like know. helping Hannibal put some more. Like sow some more shit into him. I know, but we we know Jack. We know that he is only concerned with the end, and the ends justify the means. And so if it means that we I bring her to Hannibal's and it like brings makes her extra shook if the but we find the Ripper, then uh-huh. it's all gonna be worth it. Yeah, exactly. So he's not um he's not known for his gentle hand at times. Uh, the wound man. <laughs> The wound. She looks right what at him. The fuck the is the wound, wound man. man? Like even like this drawing that Hannibal did in his other like portraiture. I love portraiture. You just sketching well, someone's face. What the fuck did he say? Well, we yeah something <laughs> about their internal emotions showing on so their tweaked. face or something. Like that. But we know the wound man from the previous sketch that she the wound the wound man sketch was the thing that made her realize that it was Hannibal in the first place. Because that was a ripper first, killing. Because that was a ripper killing. Yes. Um, and so and it was it was a whole thing. And then, of course, we see the old medical documents later on in Chilton's office, and he has a book. It's like, of course he has a book that has Wound Man in it. He's a doctor, and a Wound Man, it was like an old, like, reference Exactly. Piece. Like, whatever. Anyway. But so the, um, right, so she's shooketh, and she goes, oh, blah, 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 Wound Man. So we end up at the FBI. This is whenever they find the fingerprint. Mm-hmm. It's Hannibal's, and they're like, okay, why would he, why would he just leave a fingerprint now? Yeah. That's what we were talking about earlier. Um, but, oh, but we found traces of sodium, what's going to call it, and the, some other drug that Chilton used. And a lot of us like, see? There it is! <laughs> bing, bang, boom, bring them both. It's just like, she's buying a hook, line, and sinker. Just like so... Digmatized. Yes. Big time. And he's looking guilty. And then this is like the one where it's like, yes, this is the thing. This yeah. is the thing that points you away from Han- from right. Hannibal. That's where I was confused because I was like, right, so it's pointing to Hannibal, but there's so many other things pointing away from Hannibal. But like, is that the thing that Jack's supposed to be looking out for? Is yeah, what's well, confusing? From- yeah, it is confusing. Which is the point. Yeah. Hannibal's just throwing smoke. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna throw a little bit of something to to, to put me in there, and then put a little bit harder evidence mm-hmm. because again, mm-hmm. it's a fingerprint of Hannibal Lecter. Uh oh. Yeah, and then like. Now the Ripper shows fingerprint? No. No, it Finger- make sense. I don't buy a fingerprint mark because it's too sloppy. Yeah. So yeah, ignore point. that piece of evidence. Right, right. Yeah, you could plant a fingerprint. Um Okay. Shilto's house Shilto's is crazy. House is dope mago. But it's also like so stark and like it's obviously never lived in. Well, it reminds me of like John Wick's house. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. very the white, windows stark, and the stark the like windows, modernist. Very yeah. modern. Um sunlit. Yeah, because at first I was like, is this a really dated house or is it really cool? And I was like, no, I think it's really it's cool. It's really cool. I love the wine cellar basement thing he Ooh, has. Yes. It's amazing. But also at the same time, like, 
it's not lived in at all. Like Chilton, he's got all this stuff for the status symbol of it and the, yes, I'm, I'm the president of this, I have this money and I'm going to buy these things, but like it doesn't feel like it lived in. Well, you know, and that's an interesting point because when we think of his office, his office is like Old dark world, woods yeah. And dark, yeah, dark woods and books and... Big paintings of a ship. Big, yeah, big <laughs> ship paintings and big magnifying glasses and stuff like that. And yet his house is so stark and you would think that his his house would also mirror the way he has his office set up it's with very yeah. traditional and like things that spoke to like wealth and riches maybe Almost like, like Hannibal's back in the house. Day. Yeah, yeah, but even like even just like more traditional than that. So it's interesting that he had such a stark home. Maybe he doesn't I'm guessing he probably doesn't host people very often. People yeah. maybe often come to his office. That's very possible. And he's trying to put on a front there, but I also don't think that Shilton has any actual sense of internal style. Similar to our conversation yeah. earlier, like how we're like, I don't know what my style is, I'm just gonna make choices yeah. until you figure out what your own taste is. I feel like his taste is whatever people are into. Sure. He has this like British old sports car. He fucking drives like yeah, little right. like roadster. Right, right. Which we saw again today. We saw mm-hmm. it like parked outside the hospital like season one and that's I was like right. of course that's, that's children's fucking car like I think he's just like he's such a poser that I think yeah. he has no sense of like yes I like this he's just like oh this is the house I'm supposed to have with the wine cellar and then like this is the car just, he bought the house from a realtor and just like maybe moved in like his pots and pans and like that was it he or like, like never saw some like anything. trendy designer like I'm gonna hire you to do your designing things yes yeah <laughs> actually yeah that's a good point point. and then so someone comes up and goes yes it was designed by so and so and they're like cool, cool. it's like a hospital um <laughs> So he hears some beeping, yes. sounds like a heart monitor, and he's like, where is that coming from? And he like follows the sound, then you hear the heart monitor, heart monitor go beep, like someone's oh, just Perfect died. timing. Perfect timing. <laughs> perfect timing. Opens the door, and it's Gideon. With like no arms and no legs, no just like a stump no man. You remember the last, or second to last episode when I talked about how he was shot? Mm-hmm. And when he was talking to people, it looked like he had no arms or no legs. Like, you yeah. could never see the bottom of his arm. So, foreshadowing, no arms, no legs. He's just Ugh. died. And it looks like he was, perfectly like... Perfectly timed. Perfectly timed. And there's, like, a, a piece of his body, like, being cut up. Like, oh, halfway being cut up. All of the, up. like, workshops that it staged there. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And he, like, goes running and trips. And then we see... Hello, Frederick. <laughs> we see just... Two legs in a suit wrapped in plastic. Little booties. <laughs> little, like, plastic booties. Do, do, do. And then he's like, you know, he's just like, fuck. And he's like, knock, knock, knock on the door. That would be the FBI. One moment, please. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and he, like, you know, chloroforms when he's like, when you wake up, your only choice will be to run. Bye. Yeah. And then Chilto, well, see, here's the thing. I thought Jack would be one of them, but I guess Jack just, like, send some agents. Sure. I was like, how does Hannibal answer the door and not yeah. immediately be guilty? And yeah. then when Chilton wakes up, he's got, like, I love this. His ties down, blood everywhere, knife in one hand, gun in the other hand. Yeah. Who wakes up, by, like, from drunken stupor, and you see one FBI agent with his guts yeah. pulled out of him. Sitting on the kitchen sitting counter. Sitting on the kitchen counter, not on, like, Chilton himself having his guts pulled out. And then another agent, what was he, wound manded? How was, how was the other yes. agent killed? Yes, yes, yes. Wound so manned. One on is wound manned, right. On like the kitchen table. Right. And there's like, finger, like blood trails right to the to right. the, to the uh, the seat Chilton was sitting in. Right, right. And he just like, fuck, and like bounces. So he runs, and where does he, where, who does he run to? He runs to Will, because Will. Will's the only person who knows that Hannibal's. The only one who can, yeah. uh, can understand. Mm. It's it's amazing, like guts the moon man. Also, moon man's a band name. 
You think it's a, oh, a band name? A band name. I thought you said it's a bad name. Oh, no. No, no, it's a band's name. Oh, big time. We're, we're Rune Man. Oh, absolutely. I'm surprised that's not already like a heavy metal Probably band. is, though. Great. <laughs> uh, so Will's house, yeah, he shows up and he's like, mind if I use your shower? <laughs> um, and of course, he, here, Will Will is like so smugly, like, yes. he's like, I told you. What did I tell you? I said, you were next. Mm-hmm. I told you to snitch on him as soon as possible. Like, this is all yeah. coming true, just like I said. And he goes, if you run, you'll look guilty. And Sean's like, I got, I got cash. I'm, 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 I'm like, going no, out no. of the country. They've I'm already, going to Mexico. He's like, no, they've canceled your credit cards. They're tracking you. Um, You're fucked. Yeah, you are effed. Um, you're fucked. I don't, again, I don't know why I'm like censoring myself. Um, yeah, I don't know why either. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Chilton's like, oh, like there's two dead FBI agents in my house. All you did was throw up an ear. <laughs> that was amazing. I love that line. Oh, I love Hugh Dancy and uh, Raul's chemistry. Yeah. They just like have a great like banter yeah. vibe with each other. I agree. I mean, I think what makes this show, I mean, there's so many elements that make a show good, but one of the elements that's like harder to quantify is like, the chemistry of the characters, like yeah. the actors. Mm-hmm. And it's so obvious that, like, Lawrence Fishburne and, and, and Mess Mick, like, all these guys, and, you know, Alana and all, all of them, they, they all just kind of vibe with each other so yeah. well. And, yeah. like, that makes such a difference. Yeah, I agree. This was a really funny interchange because... He's just, like, freaking... He is freaking out, understandably, and Will is just, like, again, like, I have been through this. I've been sitting in jail trying to tell you this the whole time. Um, but okay. Well, yeah, because Will is like, I'm okay. Like, even going to jail, he was like, oh my God, I'm going to jail. And he's like, I'm going to figure this out, whatever. Like, Shilto, I feel like Shilto has never had any sense of, he, he's never had to deal with hardship ever in his life. Any adversity. He probably, probably I wouldn't be shocked if Shilto came from like a wealthy family. Sure. He goes to medical school. He becomes this stuff. He rises to this thing. And like, I guess the only hardship is like the fact that everyone like laughs at him behind his back. But even that, he's still, he he's never had much. to deal with you know, yeah. any shit, like yeah. real shit. Yeah. So now he's like dealing with real shit. And he's like, ah, ah, like yeah. the yeah. choice to try and run away from Jack into the woods. Yeah. He's like, yeah, right. And not to mention when Jack shows up to Chilton's house, Jack is buying it. He's like, oh, Chilton's the rip. Like he is. Screaming his name in the woods. So, right. And then, <laughs> so wait, Chilton has a gun? I wrote... Yeah, oh, oh, it's right. the gun. He, he, gun. he kept the gun. He, ke- fucking idiot. <laughs> he kept the yeah, gun. Yeah, that's right. Because Jack he shows up that. and he's like... Yeah, he's like, he has a gun. Jack's like, good. And goes chasing after yes. him. Yes. Well, I love Will. is like, even kills it. Jack, he's in there. I'm going to let you in. He's got a gun, though. Just like yeah. FYI. Right. Sorry, I thought I heard like something else. Maybe you did. Um, um, I just... I love... But I love Will's like... Children's like, I'm going to leave the country. He goes, you were in the middle of Virginia... Um, with your car and no, like, hey, your car is the most obvious fucking car. I should be like, Will, right. swap cars or like, I gotta exactly. do something. something. Like, I gotta like find a rental or like steal a car. Right. I would love that if children drove up to Will's house and like some like car with like the window busted out. It's like, I couldn't, I couldn't t- t- take my car. So I stole this. And You're Will's like, him. you stole a car, you fucking idiot. Yeah. That, that would have been funny. That would have been funny, but you are giving too much, Will, Wilton, uh, Chilton, too, Wilton. Much, too much credit for knowing how to um, how to jump a car. Oh yeah, good point. Good, very good point. Uh, <laughs> but but my favorite part was right. Jack is chasing him. Obviously, <laughs> obviously catches him, or he like gives himself up whenever he like can't climb himself out of a ditch or whatever. These woods are like revenant esque woods. Like these woods are crazy. Right. <laughs> and then, so we're back at the FBI, and they're like they're like cataloging his things. Like, all right, one gray trousers and a blue sweater. 
and one Mont Blanc pen. Of course, he brought a Mont Blanc with him. Is that a thing? I don't know what that means. A Mont Blanc pen? Yeah, I don't know what that it's means. It's like a fancy, it's like a $400 pen. Wow, it's really? It's like you get it as like a fucking promotion present or something I like love that. that. He just okay. like had it in his, and brought it with him. I was like, yeah, that's a, that's that's a totally. Chilton thing to do. See, see, my thought was, of course, Price knows it's a Mont Blanc pen. Oh, yes, that too. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that, that too. That like, too. I know that means that, of course, Price be like, I don't know this kind of pen. It's a Mont Blanc pen. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's a very, it's a very uh, we, yeah, Mont Blancs oh, are very okay. recognizable. Interesting. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's a very Chilton thing. It is $443. $443 and a fancy little pen. And various credit cards. He's like, I need to talk to to Will Jack Crawford or whatever. And then Jiller's like, I don't give a fuck when you have to start. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn. Yes, because he's like, for, for all he knows, he killed cats. This is a question that I have. When they were doing the same thing to Will, like in this room. Oh, right. Which, yeah. which they use. So they are to presume that he's the Ripper or a murderer. He's a murderer, right? Sure. Behind the camera near Price and Zeller, is there someone with like a gun? Or is he just in a room with them too? Because like, you'd think like, this is not oh. safe. Like, if he is the Ripper, he'd be, he could like try and kill them. You know, like, I don't know. I feel like it's like, is there someone in this room to, to protect Price and Zeller? Yeah, I thought about that too. Um, I'm going to go hard no, but that wow. there should be. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I agree, right? Like, if he presumably just barehandedly killed two FBI agents... Gutted somebody? You would think there should be a couple other agents in the room with Or at least he's handcuffed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Restrained in some way. But no, he's just sitting there. Out and about. And they're just like, eh, pen, and he's just like sitting there. It seems like bad practice, but... I agree. <laughs> um... And then Alana, I love this reveal because you're expecting it to be Hannibal. Chilton's yes. in his oranges and new black, and he's like, I, I, of course, after all this, it would be you interrogating me. And like, you think it's going to be Hannibal sitting there smelling, hi there, yeah. but it's Alana. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. she's so mad, righteously mad. Ugh. Well, she's, right. And they always give her this job to inter- interrogate the pe- person who's like, presumably the Ripper. But yeah, now she's very upset. Um, and he is like, I can't tell what his emotions are. Is he just like... He's so fucking scared. He's like, I don't understand. It's all a thing. I'm innocent, man. I, like he's No, just... but he was sitting there like... He he was like very monotone. You know what I mean? It's not like he was like trying to escape. I think he was he's like, past that one here. He's just like, I, I'm emotionally... Yeah, I think, he, I think he was just like emotionally drained and like shocked. Yeah. In my mind. I'm innocent. You don't get it. And then Miriam is like shooketh. She's like... Yeah. Because his voice has somehow been plugged into her mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, which is, right, the moment when I was like, oh, because at this point I had been scared for Hannibal, thinking that it had been his voice that she had heard this whole time. But it was Chilton's voice. It was Chilto's. Somehow you're waking, calm. You're waking in a safe place. You're waking in love. So I, love like, I love hypnotic like, words. Like It's yes. so weird. I know, but I, I do want to try to get hypnotized at some point. I was hypnotized once in college at Dance Marathon. Yeah. They did like, had like hypnosis come up at like the one in the morning slot mm-hmm. and people were like hanging out. And um, and I went up and it's one of those things where like you have to buy into it. Right. You Like you can, it's impossible to be hypnotized unwillingly basically. Sure. You have to kind of be in at some point. I don't yeah. know because I'm like subliminal hypnosis again and what you're doing. But like I remember being into it, but I also can't remember how much I was doing it because I was suggested and how much I was the theater kid and he was like, all right. Yeah, sure. You're like, I'm supposed to get up and get mad every time he says the. All right. Oh, okay. I'm going to yeah. give him a good show out there and I'm yeah. going to do it because 
that, that's funnier than not. Yeah, then some <laughs> schmuck be like, you can't hypnotize me. Like yeah. that's like yeah. fine, you win, I guess, but it's bad. But it isn't a good show. Mm, interesting. So I don't know how much I was actually hypnotized and how much I was like playing it up. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was a bit of both. Whatever. I don't remember. I don't remember much. I remember <laughs> when he was like and sleep, like totally drooping. You do. Yeah. Oh, interesting. But like, I'd feel like, like droopier than I would have if I was like faking it. So there was a little bit. I think a little bit of that. That's interesting. But also, like, I was on board. I was like, okay, great. Anything that tells me to do, I'm gonna do gonna it do because it. like this is a show and it's gonna be funnier if I do it. Yeah. I I got to try. I guess that's. I but don't I, know how much how on board I'd be with it, but. Um, yeah. But I I've never done it like therapeutically. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I'm thinking. I'd, I'd like to try it therapeutically. Yeah. Um, yeah, I need to... I, someone needs to dig into my subconscious a bit. It's, <laughs> it's, it's tweaking there. And then Miriam's like, oh my God, it's his voice. And we're bang! And she fucking shoots him. She shoots him square in the face. And for someone Something who, like that. In the face or the jaw. Or I think it's his... I thought I hit his neck. No, I hit him face. square in the cheek in the face. This poor bastard. Well, and for someone, for her, I was like, damn, impressive. She's been in a hole or, like, alone for the past two years, and she's still... That training. That uh, freaking gun shooting precision is on point. That's what they say about military training and police training, especially, but especially military training. Sticks with you. Exactly. Like, the training is so effective that, like, you don't have to remember it. Yeah. You're in a situation, and it just, it's supposed to kick in. Yeah. Body memory stuff, I guess. Yeah. Crazy, super and impressive. I felt so bad for Chilton. Like, I know we like well, yeah. drag him, we and him I love we should him a lot. But like, he's innocent in all of this, obviously up to an extent. Right, he's unethical and whatever. But like, when it comes to levels of innocence in this show, he's right. innocent. Right, and he's had his guts ripped out, yeah. his kidney taken out. He's now been shot in the face, and we know he survived. So he's just like been put through the fucking ringer. Yeah, well, I guess a spoiler. I guess if you well, like, watch the show, or, or if you haven't seen Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, He's in Silence of the Lambs pretty bigly, so like, yes, bigly, Jesus Christ. Pretty bigly. <laughs> oh, no. Wowie. Oh, no. And then we have the final scene. This is this is like the culmination of pure Hanagram right here. This is it. Hanny is chilling by a fire, swirling a nice red wine. He goes to take a sip. Knock, Gorgeous knock, clock. Knock. Beautiful clock sitting there. That's like a shot of the clock. Oh, yeah. Which just plays back as like, this is his regular appointment time. Yes, right. He, <laughs> yeah, he, and, and it's... Will and right again, he looks like he's on a first date. It's crazy. He's got, like his coat draped over his arm. Yes. His hair is really nice, and he turns around and oh, it's you. Come on in. Oh, you kept my regular appointment time. Oh, of course. Oh, uh, what? This is so wild. Just have sex already. I know. Like it, this is so wild that like you go from Will being like he's the devil, I must end him, right. to like okay. I guess, like, him not being able to shoot Hannibal point blank was the moment when he realized, okay, I am not going to be able to mm-hmm. kill him, at least yet. Because Hannibal was right. Mm-hmm. He goes, if I am, you're never going to get the answers. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't you want to have a relationship with me? I want right. to be your friend. Right. Isn't it beneficial? Fine. I'm the killer. You know I'm the killer. I'm not going to outright say it. We, we, we both know the same things. Yeah, right. Let's talk. Right. Yeah. You're well- safe. Right, and Will says, <laughs> I have to deal with you and my feelings for you, so I'd like to resume my therapy. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and where should we begin, And is how it ends. And we get the classic um, shot where they are sitting in separate chairs facing each other, sort of a wide shot from a different perspective this time, but that same sort of like 
with the just fire, the two of them. with the fire going, fire roaring. The fact that he has a fire going in his office is so crazy. Yeah, seemingly twenty four seven three six. It's so crazy. It's uh, it's, it's classic. I no no, it's crazy in the best way. Like it's crazy in the in the same reason I love Hannibal because of those kind of choices. Yeah. Like of course, um, we got to rate this episode before we do our credits. Go ahead. Um, I love this episode. I think this episode, while um. Futamono was dense and sometimes felt too dense. This was dense, but it also like propelled the story forward. And like there were huge twists. And this is both the last episode and this episode were incredible turning points, right? Mm-hmm. And we are now in a very different place than we were two episodes before. Sure. And what's fun about it is, unlike the trial episode, a few episodes earlier, where like we ended with like find the judges dead, but like we're kind of in the same place now. Yeah. We are like, oh, now now the story is going to really propel forward in different ways that we're not going to know. Shilton's sure. now in prison. You know, Jack has doubts, but think, you know, there's so much going on. Yeah. And then Will's and this ending is kind of the next level of Will and Hanny's relationship. It's kind right. of been building to this. So I love this episode. I'm giving it a 10 out of 10 wound men. Nice. Um, nice. Because I think it's just perfect. I mean, it's got the gore, the camp, the like PMS. It has every single element that this show is, this, is great. Yeah, there's no cooking, no. Correct. I thought about that. Yeah. Okay, fine. 9.8. <laughs> no, no, not to change your, you give it whatever grade you think. But it was just like, it was a great, it's such a good episode. So much happens. It is. I agree. Um, a lot happens. We, um, again, like, there's some, there's some nice, like, bait and switch. You know, we yeah. see Hannibal, again, in his element, just continuing to run, but, like, not in a scared way. I mean, he... Very does this. He does his strategery that we've come to love mm-hmm. of him. Um, so I, I'd give this a nine seven five. I think. Yeah. Pretty darn good. Yeah. Very good. We don't we don't get the cooking, but we get almost everything else that we're looking for. You know, yeah. Freddy. I love a good Freddy. I appearance. agree. No Freddy. Um, okay, nine point seven five. Um, Nine point seven five. I clearly didn't think about this as like another helicopter is approaching. Um, oh my gosh! I also have to pee, so my brain is like. Um, Nine point seven five starfish necklaces. There it is. It's, it's, it's back. And it's, it's back. And it's not better than ever. No, it's not. It's yeah. It's it's not better than ever. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. This is the episode. I was just thinking at this that like real time. 2014 never when this episode came out this yeah. would be the kind of episode that like I mean I, this show never unfortunately reached the kind of cultural zeitgeist of like Game of Thrones but like right. the plot points in this episode lend itself to like next morning you're like oh my god like what just happened like I I, I can't wait to unpack it and see what's going to happen next yeah exactly which is what I was like sort of getting to with the you know of like you feel strung along in one direction and then like you're hit with a twist and it's actually something else and it's it keeps you it's not your typical sort of like procedural or like you mm-hmm. you never feel like you figured it out but somehow it keeps you on your toes and yeah there's a lot there's plenty to unpack so. yeah and it's fun for us because I feel like I mean I've watched the show two times through before this and I'm a big fan obviously but I'm not looking ahead this for the as we're sure. going through the show right now for the purpose of this podcast, I haven't been jumping ahead. So there's yeah. I know the big arcs, remember it all, but there's little moments I've forgotten exactly. that I'm legitimately like, whoa, oh yeah, that happened. Like so it's been fun. Oh, same. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okie dokie. So th- th- this episode is brought to you by us, 
The Butchers, Melina and Jack. Our theme music is by Sean Hills, and our logo design is by John Larson. Um, if you'd like to hit us up on Twitter, please do. Please do. do. Um, our handle is at FButchersPod. Um, and our website is theethicalbutchers.com. And send us an email. We love hearing from you guys. Um, our email is ethicalbutcherspodcast at gmail.com. All right, everybody. Happy Cinco de Mayo, even though you're going to be hearing this two days, two days later. Hope you've had a good one. Cheers. Take care. Bye.